Welcome to Across the Park podcast, a football podcast on both Everton and Liverpool Football Club, produced by six mates, the three Reds, Gary, Phil and Terry, and the three Blues, myself, Millsy, Judgy and Craig. Each Monday, we release our latest show, where we discuss the ongoing matters with both teams, whether it be good or bad, opposing views, opinions, banter and debate. We are proud to be a family-friendly football podcast and you can find more about us on our website, www.acrosstheparkpodcast.co.uk. Don't forget to subscribe so you never miss a show on your preferred podcast listening app and make sure you give us a follow on our social media. Twitter is Across the Park PC, Instagram is Across the Park PC and Facebook search Across the Park. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to episode 8 the 2019-20 season. It's two blues versus two reds tonight. As always, Evan have lost, so Millsy hasn't came. <laughs> um, Gary Gary isn't with us this week either, so we've got myself, Judgy, and Craig representing the blues. Phil and Teddy representing the reds. I think even if we had 20 against two tonight, I don't think we get any joy <laughs> in terms of being successful on the, uh, oh. on the banter side. Uh, so we're going to be reviewing Liverpool's Champions League defeat. Yes. yes. <laughs> against Napoli uh, in the week. Um, of course, Everton's disastrous performance yesterday. We were recording on a Sunday. Uh, by the way, so if, you, if you're tuning in now and we're, and we're referring to today or yesterday, we were recording on a Sunday. Liverpool have just beaten Chelsea 2-1. We'll be looking back at that game. We'll be previewing um, four games, really. Two for Everton, two for Liverpool. Both clubs playing in, in, in Carabao Cup action this week. Um, and Liverpool next weekend entertaining Sheffield United. Wow, what a massive game that is. <laughs> and us and us taking on Man City, which I, I'm dreading talking about. Uh, we'll also be looking at the fancy footy. The the boys are flying high in that league. Um, and also the predictions, prediction league as well. So pl- plenty coming up on the show. Um, so we're going to start with Liverpool's midweek trip to, to Naples, which is, as we said uh, when we were previewing the game, is always a, a tough trip for anyone, and particularly you guys. It was last season, and it proved to be so this season as well. Yeah, it is. I mean, it, I think, you know, make no no bones about it. We all mark this one as probably the hardest game that we're going to have in that group stage of yep. the Champions League. And yep. as you say, you know, we struggled there last season. Um, I think it was important that we, we went there this you know this time and improved on what we shown last time because last last season it was a really really poor performance by us um, and deservedly so we got beat but um, going into this one you know I was confident I, I, and I, the way I was looking at it I, I thought both teams would sort of be comfortable or happy with the draw out of it because I think they both they both look at the other two teams and think you know we, we'll win against them and, and we'll probably both get out the group so. I didn't know whether it was set up for fireworks or it was going to be a bit of a you know a bit of a stalemate sort of one. Um, as it turns out, it was actually a really good game, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. like it was very similar to in in result to the game last year, but the difference was we played a lot better this year. We did, we? yeah. Um, we've had a few ding dongs with them. They're a better, you know, they're a really really good team. Um, they're almost like kryptonite to use, aren't they? You know the way they play and that, and yeah, the, the, their midfield is so busy in it and so energetic. Yeah, they're probably one of the only midfields in Europe that I've seen really take your midfield to the sword in the way of energy and pressing. Yeah, and that uh, Mertens and is it Insigne? Insigne, Insigne didn't play, did he? It was uh, Lozano. Um, oh, didn't no, Lozano didn't came on. Lozano came on. He Lozano start, started. He did. No, Lozano started the game hundred percent. You sure? Lozano definitely started the game. Yeah. Oh yeah, he did. Sorry, yeah. Insigne started. Oh, he was on. He was on the left, the left wing. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, right. Yeah. But yeah. they're two really. 
the small, dead, tricky, fast players, but the really intelligent with the use of all three of them are, yeah. and stuff. They're underrated team, my boy. But second, Tell you second what, and they've just won today. I think it's a they win four, four one today. Cool yeah. Bali, by the way. Yeah, he was absolutely massive, weren't he? I mean, I mean, if you look at if you know before we we sort of get into talking about the game, I think the lineup, you know, like be, beforehand, it, it's worth touching on. I mean. I see in the midfield that we went with, you know, when it was Fabinho, Henderson, and Milner, and I, I've said it a couple of times. I'm not really keen on that Henderson and Milner together. I think it's it, it's it's a throwback to the midfields that we had away last last season in Champions League that didn't really work, you know, against PSG and against Napoli. But in fairness, I actually thought they gave a good account of themselves. You know, it, I thought it, it it was a much better performance compared to last year, as Phil mentioned. And uh, you know it was uh, at half time. It was pretty much even Stevens, weren't it? Yeah, it was um, kind of the opposite of of today. I know we're going to talk about it in a minute, but today's game against Chelsea, we've haven't played so well and got the points. But in that game, we played pretty well, didn't we? And unfortunately, well, didn't take. But we points. did. I think. I think you know the uh, watching the game. It was for me. I think everyone had a pretty good game, bar the front three. Stuff just wasn't really working for them or coming off. The final ball seemed to be missing and stuff. I mean, it, don't know, just didn't seem to see that sharpness out of them, and it, and you could see that, you know, the approach play was good, but it just keep breaking down at the last moment. Now whether that was as Judge just mentioned there, Cooley Bally he's, he's absolutely massive, yeah. isn't he? He's, yeah. he? he's ridiculous in that game. Him and Van Dijk, you know, they yeah. both look really. You could see why they're the two. Early best on, it looked like he could be got but it yeah. turns out he couldn't. <laughs> well, we, we we had a laugh because I was speaking to one of the one of the lads in the group, and he was like, he can be got at him. He, he reminds yeah. me of Sacco, and I think he's <laughs> that type of player who plays on the edge where he looks like he's he's gonna make a mistake, but yeah. he, doesn't, he doesn't. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. the difference, isn't it? Yeah. It's like he, yeah. he, I, you know, I think it's he, he was really, Sacco, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. he, but he was really impressive because he isn't just a you know a massive lump and a and, and a proper athlete. He, he reads it well as well, doesn't he? He gets yeah. his body in the way of things, and you could see that. You know, the frustration, Salah and stuff was having like playing against him. It was, yeah. you know. It, it's massive to have that in your team, isn't it? You know, the commentator you know, kept referring to him as um, a veteran as well. So I thought he's not that old, and googled it. He's only twenty-eight. Yeah, yeah. But is he? Yeah. I thought, you know, I thought Van Dijk had a great game as well. It was like yeah. both center halves, besides the mistake at the end, yeah. but both center halves had, a, you know, a, a, like a, a really good game. Um, what about Adrian? Well, Adrian, you know, he just continues to impress me. Adrian, you know, did some really good saves. Some really game. good saves, one on ones and stuff like that. Good stops. He, he, he just, he, he's a very, very capable. Understudy, yeah. I think, for Alisson. I think it's a very, very smart bit of business we've done. Yeah, no, definitely. That, that save against Mertens was ridiculous. The one yeah, that was yeah. going in the top corner. I know Judgy showed uh, some frustration about that. Like, we've put this keeper out of nowhere and all of a sudden he's world class. Yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm just videoing live on Instagram here. So, <laughs> 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 But yeah, no, I t- how, how does Liverpool manage to, to pluck <laughs> a goalkeeper from nowhere? He was just scratching his plums, <laughs> you know, coaching some kids in Spain and then suddenly he's pulling off like Gordon Bank saves. Yeah, I do he has been really good since he came in. He, besides, you know, one mistake, he, you know, he hasn't really put a foot wrong. To be in fairness, I thought Napoli's goalkeeper had a good game as well. He's yeah. only a young lad, yeah. um, and I thought he had he, he gave a good account of himself. He pulled off some good saves. Yeah. Um, Look, I, I think it's. I still think it's a little bit insignificant that game. We'll still go through. And gone are the days where finishing top of your group in the in the Champions League really meant anything. You know, you can finish second now and still get a worse off yeah. in, the, in the last six, you know, last sixteen. So I, th- I think it was one of them. No, up to seventy five minutes, particularly second half. I thought we started to assert ourselves more on the game after half time, and I thought we looked the team that's going to win this. Yeah, yeah. and at seventy five points, I was messaging saying we're going to win this, like because they looked like they had nothing left. Yeah. Napoli it was like they really put a lot of work into their you know the first half and the first 60, 70 minutes. And I just thought our quality was starting to show, you know, we're getting more on the ball and we're getting more possession. And you could see that they were starting to drop a bit deeper and stuff. And I thought, we're going to go and win this game. 
And then one thing you can't predict is that we're going to make Van Dijk's going to make an individual. But, that, but that came afterwards. It was the penalty first, wasn't it? And yeah. I think the one the one thing that I will say about the game, I mean, I thought like there were some big performances in that, particularly in midfield. I thought Fabinho was absolutely massive, to be honest. But I thought um, Andy Robertson he looked a bit flat compared yeah. to his usual <coughs> self. He wasn't getting forwards. Whether that was instructions from Klopp to sort of keep him pegged back a bit, you know, because they yeah. like to exploit them wings, and they, and he did last season against us. But he just didn't look as buzzy normal self, and there was some rumours and chat going around that he maybe weren't hundred percent fit anyway, yeah. and it, you know he was going to be late fitness test gear and all that. And I think it did show because the penalty it was a bit of a lazy leg. Granted, we see it from the other angles, you know, it weren't a pen, but VAR it doesn't rule them out. It depends, if, you know, it's got to be a clear and yeah. obvious one. And from one angle, it did look like a pen. Yeah, but it was a bit of a lazy leg. And then you're seeing it on the Van Dyke one. Van Dyke makes the mistake, make no bones about it. You know, I'll put that down to Van Dyke. But I think Robertson could have reacted to got there. He, he was on his heels and he was just watching. It. No Van Dyke is human. Yeah, he's human. Yeah, but you know, you're not expecting Van Dyke to make a mistake you're not. at all. So maybe it was that came. But into it just it. seemed like a lack of sharpness yeah, to him. Like yeah. he, he just wasn't on his game. And I don't know whether all of the you know we've heard all of the build in the builds up that he's got rid of his Twitter and he was getting grief from Scotland fans. He's had a bit of grief off so-called Liverpool fans. Yeah. If anyone's given Andy Robertson that. grief, they're an absolute yeah. idiot. You know, yeah. like just just go and just do yourself a favour and you're just not don't a fan, no. just don't call yourself a Liverpool fan. But um. But whether any of that plays on his mind, and I don't know, he just didn't seem his normal self. And I think I seem to recall that he wasn't very good against Napoli last year. Whether it's a horses for courses, I know you're saying he looked a bit tired mm. compared to his normal self, but I seem to remember he had a, he had a tough game against them last year. Whether it's just a certain player he doesn't like playing against, but yeah, I it, it was more like he looked like he didn't he, a little bit. Yeah, he did. He, lo- he just looked a bit flat. I, I always find when English sides play in Italy. It, it looks like a leggy performance. I don't know whether they grow the grass a little bit more, but it always seems laboured in Italy every time an English side slow plays it, there. Slow it down, it's, they slow it down really well and break it, it up like and everything's they like... They like to do their own work on English teams where they like to play fast, attractive football, especially in the top teams. Yeah. So like they probably grow the grass about three inches higher or something. Yeah, That's yeah, how yeah. it looks when, when yeah, you're yeah. watching them games. Yeah. No, Italian football's all about tactics, isn't it? And mm. and being hard to score against. That, that's, what they, that's what they've always specialised in. And I think that you know they're, they're quite compact and stuff like that, aren't they? So it does, it does, and they probably are growing the grass. I I agree, but it it, it was one of them, wasn't it? To grow sh- the grass a bit longer, it good, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it was a shame because, as I say, I thought it was there for us to win, and we looked like we were going to win it. We didn't, and we ended up going down to a two 0 loss. But and it, it it's a bit more annoying because if we did go on and win that game, you'd fancy yourself that it's oh, job done, don't you? you I know through, that yeah. sounds like probably presumptuous, but you'd feel like you know yeah. it's almost in the bag getting out yeah. of that group there. So it was a bit of a chance loss, but. We you do them in Anfield, and you can still finish top of that group. Yeah, and it, it, as you say, it was one of them. The first game in 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 the group stage away at Napoli is the toughest game we're going to face in that group. It's one of them. You it's know, weird, it's not the though, result we want to book. We don't do well away in Europe in the early stages of the Champions League. It's like a thing. Well, yeah, and I mean, I, I, I don't know what it is. I, I, is it maybe just because the way that we we sort of we set about them games, we do maybe go a little bit more cautious, and we're not, you know, we're trying to play on the counter, and if a team sort of counters us. It just negates us a little bit. I don't know, it, but but it was a better performance, and that's all we can say, isn't it? And you know, compared to last year, and and yeah. you know, it wasn't the result that we wanted to see. But as we say, it, it's it's not, and maybe it was do us a little bit of a favour to be honest and give a little bit of a boot up because they've gone a long time without experience and I lost that Liverpool team, and maybe they just needed it. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean, though. It's like sometimes no, I, don't. You, <laughs> I don't know what it's like, like to experience a long time and also lost. The way he said that, I was quite nice when I get beat. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, you've got to find that. Yeah, you've been invincible. Well, exactly. Yeah, you know, just 
refocus his minds and, you know, we can't just think we go and have it all our own way everywhere we go. So, you know, it's one of them. <laughs> you know, yeah. we've got to find the positives from it. Van Zyke yeah. made a mistake. The attitude towards Van Zyke made a mistake and Liverpool got beat and they still like the smile. And, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, but yeah, you know, other than that, I mean, it's, it, it, it is one of them and, you know, they, they'll be staying at, you know, less, on, they won't on, be hopefully not a stay in a test. I was going to say on the same night, um, Salzburg beat Genk 6-2 was it? It was something like Six that it was two. a high scoring um, game I, I yeah. can't actually remember what the they're result cer- was They're certainly not going to I mean Klopp did actually say it when the draw was made that look don't, don't be writing these off but yeah, yeah. they certainly you know threw that in your faces they're, they're they need to say listen we're, we're, well, we're here to we're not here to make up the numbers in this group like Genk maybe are Yeah, they yeah. look like they're going to be there. I mean last year years obviously had, it was yourselves Napoli PSG it was almost a th- it was a 3-0 race weren't it with yeah. Red Star obviously took took points off you Genk it looks like are going to be that team aren't they um, yeah you, you think so I mean at Klopp I did say he did he did highlight Salzburg as you know people shouldn't just write them off or whatever and they've got that young lad there haven't Alfie and Garland's son he's, he's called two hat oh, yeah. hasn't he yeah, now yeah, yeah. Um, four at six this season has he yeah four. so he, he's obviously you know he's, he's, he, he's well. capable he looks all 10 as well so he seems to be a capable player and they've obviously got you know players who can find the net and stuff but that being said you know I do think from from what my what I know about them you know I do think that we should have too much for them you know yeah. particularly yeah, you haven't got to travel far to get the it's not like they've got like a dead intense atmosphere in the stadium no, it's not like the noted as some really tough place to yeah, go Red Star's quite football. far away and it's a great it's like an aggressive atmosphere in the ground yeah, yeah. isn't it that can all play into it but Salzburg are just like a decent little team but they shouldn't be enough he shouldn't be, but maybe we're being complacent. I don't think Klopp will be complacent for no. it. You know, I can't see him like being any, doing anything to have, like taking the mic and resting players no. too much and stuff. But we will take it serious. But I'm just saying our quality should be enough to should, beat, yeah, you know, Salzburg. So we'll see what happens. But anyway, oh, moving away from uh, the champ- Champions League, we've got to get back to the... Uh, that's a mad talk. Yeah. I don't think I, yeah, <laughs> I, don't think I enjoyed that enough, to be honest. I don't think I enjoyed that enough. Um, yeah, what should we talk about now? I, I don't know. I, I, I don't think I can... T- Obviously, boys, this is like therapy. I'll lead us into it. So, obviously, Everton have got a really good record at home. They've been terrible away. Back to Goodison against Sheffield United, and it was 2 0. To Sheffield. Yeah, no, it was. What happened? It was a terrible performance. It was a. We had an awful lot of the ball, but there was just no cutting edge whatsoever. It was was embarrassing. It was like the end of the. Although I'm I'm not going to go there quite yet, and we'll speak about it later on in terms of what the, the results. The impact the results has uh, for Silver and everything, but it looked like the end of the remember the Cumin and Martin yeah. regime where we just looked the players just looked devoid of confidence, ideas. Um, they, I mean, they were certainly devoid of ideas. Of course, let, let's let's start with the starting lineup um, because we we put our little idea on, on yeah. in the morning. Uh, we did predict. We predicted. We it predicted that he, well, through hope. We yeah. Well, yeah. we predicted that he would play Schneiderlin. But we didn't want him to, so and we changed, also yeah. hoped that again he was going to go with a Wobi and Bernard. He, he's, he's dropped a Wobi, which we'll start with that one. I, I'm really disappointed in that one because of the fact that I think he's had a bad game since he's come in. He, he's looked like a bit. If you look at, we've just said then we was a voice of ideas, and you know he, he's one person who's been coming up with ideas in yeah. the games he's played. I can see why Bernard's coming to the team because we 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 kind of said that you know gets the best out of Dinier, and, and that's a good thing, but. Sigurdsson, and, I, and I'm a fan of Sigurdsson, the, the, the listeners of the show know that, has done nothing so far this season. It hasn't looked like scoring, hasn't looked like a player who, who's, you know, the talismanic player that we had last season who could come up with a goal. I think even, I don't think we've seen him have a shot at Goodison. No, and it's just, you know, we've said in the past with Sigurdsson, if he doesn't score, 
mm. or assist a goal. You don't really yeah, see Yeah, and, and, and he is yeah. totally like he lacks he lacks like control Presence. of a game. Yeah. He, he he lacks all that unless it's it hitting for him, unless he's like scored early on or you know, sets you know up early like, on. You know who's like and, and this this sounds bizarre because this this player was one of the best goal scorer in the fields in Premier League history, one of the best players in Premier League. He was like Frank Lampard, but Frank Lampard would score, score pretty much every yeah. week. Yeah. But you didn't see Lampard in the game much, did you? He, he wouldn't, yeah, wouldn't be like a Gerrard or a Gerrard. He'd have an impact on the game without actually exactly. running the game. I was exactly. actually thinking that today, watching Frank Lampard on, on the, the sidelines. I was thinking, I was looking at the, the midfielders who can just like get the ball from the air. And he was never that type of player, was he? He'd just no. get himself busy and, a, and he knew where to attack the box. Yeah. And we've signed Sigurdsson. <laughs> For that reason, mm. to, to know Although when Lampard, to get it in the box, he made his name on making late runs into the box. That's what yeah. I mean, like that, yeah. But it's no one is getting his time and right. Mm. Sigurdsson just there was a couple of like miss hit shots where from mm. Sigurdsson where it's just his time has run either too late or too soon. But, it was but, just. But let's just, I mean, the fact of the matter is he's not playing well. He he, he almost sums up that team, the team that we seen on Saturday, and the fact that. He's not. He's not. He's not. Pl- he's not feeling himself. If you like, he's not. He doesn't seem to be um, doing the things that that come naturally to him or should come natural natural to him. It would have been the easiest one for me for, to not be on the team sheet. Yeah, on would Saturday. have been United. A 100%. good chance. A good chance. Maybe as well. I don't. See, I know we always have like this argument of why why the teams need two defensive midfielders. Why. Oh. On eighth, do you need two defensive they, midfielders against they, they Sheffield They didn't even United? have an attacking midfielder. So, you know, their, their system itself dictates there was no need to play two players that deep because they only had one player up front. Yeah. So, mm. why have four players effectively marking one player? Because you've got oh. two defensive midfielders, you've got two two players screening the one forwards, and then two players marking them, just, which left us overloaders in every other area of the pitch when you think about it. Is that, is, is that a different way for them playing? Is it that Silver's looked at them and thought they haven't they, you know, they haven't sat back against other teams they've sort of gone for it and thought that they might do that a little bit of good? Do, or no, but they haven't, they, they, haven't, they, haven't, yeah. they haven't gone for it, though. They've just kind of waited for moments in the game. Like Chelsea, for I just example, mean, like in terms of setup, have they set up with attacking no, midfielders no, in other games? And, no. and user just had a bit of a shock that they've gone super no. defensive. No. no. And and even if they did, if that was the case and, and I haven't watched every minute, Sheffield United game, but they haven't they haven't set up they haven't got any attacking midfielders in the mm. squad. They mm. just don't play like that. They play direct football with almost, you know, industrial a cheap version of your midfield and, and no no forwards really. They they've just got like I think know, that is it McBurney? McBurney he worked hard. Yeah he did. He, he, was, he was he's a yard dog though. Yeah, he's just but a big, it should be he's a championship. Able, yeah, we should be able to cope with yeah, someone. Yeah. Like he's a championship yeah. centre forward. He just yeah. he, he, he was there to hold the ball up to be difficult to play against, to throw his head in where it hurts yeah. and to get amongst the centre backs. But again, I mean we go back to the two defensive midfielders. Um I said on my instant reaction, I feel like I'm offending anyone who plays in that position of defensive midfielder by putting Schneider in that bracket. Because he's not, he, he doesn't deserve to have the merit of a position next to him. It, do you know what I mean? It's he, madness. He, he'll run forward, and then he'll stop and look sideways or backwards. He just doesn't know how to drive. He's pathetic. Yeah. He's pathetic in every sense of the word. On the <laughs> ball, on he, the ball, he's 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 got no guile and he's got no courage. And off the ball, <laughs> yeah. But there was the, one. There was one bit, <clears throat> and he he got a toe to it, chipped it over. Um, their midfielder and caught it lovely. It was a nice bit of play from him. Yeah. And the first thing he does is look sideways and passes yeah, it to the it on. I mean, it's one of them, isn't it? Like for me, 
where does the book stop a little bit? Because by what you are saying here, there's literally no redeeming qualities in him as a player. So why is he getting played? And what messages is sending out to the likes of a Wobie or whatever? Where it's more to getting, Davis. I, I more mean, to Davis, yeah. What, what message are you sending out to these young lads? Where someone who, by all accounts, is an absolutely passenger, you know what I mean, in your games, is getting game time Fantastic ahead of them. No, I can't, I can't defend that. No, no, no one, I don't know any Evertonian who can defend that decision to keep playing Schneider. Mm. And you're right, and, and he's got he's got a bit of, he's had a bit of stigma, who's silver about his manner on the touchline, the way he's laid back and whatever, and I've been like, oh, whatever, that's just the way he is. But when you have a player who's, who's, who's playing in that vein, and he persists with him, it makes you think, is, is he is okay he with that? Is he happy with that? Yeah, is he not bothered, yeah? And, mm. and, that that hurts uh, amongst most things, and, and it's frustrating, and it angers people. And you know, it does. Look, admittedly, it doesn't take a lot at times to get the goods and crowds on your back, does yeah. it? And angry. But we've always said that one thing that the fans take to whether we're playing well or not is industry and hard work. Yeah. And the likes of Schneiderland just don't give you any of that um, whatsoever, and and it and it, it, it gets to everyone else. So. Self, yeah. He didn't have a great game. No, by uh, all accounts, no, he, he didn't, didn't have a good game. As headless chicken. Yeah. It's an it's an epical game at all. Is, so, is he guilty though of, of almost like trying to assume too much responsibility in the no, absence no, of it? No, from anywhere you know else, what? Because he's he, been all right up to this point. He's he? Yeah, he's been okay, but he stunk of arrogance on Saturday. Really? As though like you know, I'm you know I'm, I'm this and I'm, I'm that. Better but, than but the amount of times he tried to do things that he's not capable of doing. Diagonal you know? balls. He yeah, must have tried that about six or seven times. Not one of them no. came off. Not really? one one single one. Another forty yards, like yeah. from the oh, middle to ball. yeah. Yeah, a few once. times where he was in and around the area. I know, I know. This sounds like probably being hypocritical now because not hypocritical, but we're, we're criticizing Schneiderlin for playing sideways, and now we're criticizing Del for going for tag. But it's just balance, isn't it? As a midfielder, you've got to know your limitations, and you've got to have some balance to your play. And it's decision making. You know, ultimately, it's basic decision making. He's, that he's a def- pass on. Let's try it. Yeah, Del would have definitely been more comfortable. If he'd have had uh, Davis alongside him, yeah, or another got, yeah. outlet, Some, maybe then he wouldn't have tried those Hollywood balls because he'd have had someone in front of him. Who the, the, the thing with Davis not playing baffled me because he is he's one player. Although he has got like his faults and that, he's a player who'll get hold of the ball, and even Always though he makes a mistake, yeah. he'll keep trying and trying, and he'll win fouls. Now I'm I'm not his biggest fan, but I can't like knock him for like his endeavor because he does try. He constantly tries, but it's just he's, when, when he's, a manager, he's everything that we was not easy on Saturday, and and I got that sounds dramatic because like I'm I'm the same as Craig. I'm not his biggest fan. I'm not a, I'm not one for getting on a kid's back. I don't actually think he's quite up to the level, but he's streets it as a shot a bit more time than what he gives. I was gonna say like if you're a manager who's fighting for his job, that's when you tend to see decisions. I don't think like, he, I don't think he thinks he's fighting for no, his no, job. No, he's not. Yeah. But what I'm saying is it looks like it is because. That's what you do. You go well. I don't want to throw this kid in. I don't want to take any gambles. I know what this player offers me. But and you're safe with your selection. We, he's, we, he's, he's making that type of a selection. Even though you say he he doesn't think he's fighting for his job, those changes he made suggest oh, substitutions were, were desperate. His substitutions were terrible. But they were I couldn't make ends. I couldn't make ends of tail of them. I just Why? didn't know what. what. Well, I didn't see your games. So what 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 changes did he make? So he brought a uh, Tosin on for um, Snyderlin. Yeah, yeah, Schneiderlin for Tosin, um, which, you know, okay, throw the dice, Tosin scored a few goals for Turkey. I was okay with having a forward up with him. I think it's bizarre that he's backed Calvert-Lewin so much to the hilt and then not even, then brought, not him. even brought him on yeah. when, when we need a goal. But and, and, sort of, and against his former club as well. And then he took Bernard off think, for a Wobie. 
But I was, I was Bernard playing. Which is just brilliant. Well, well brilliant. brilliant. He was, he was, he was the, the most best player likely, on the pitch. The most likely t- for something to happen. Now, it was one of those substitutions at that moment. I don't think there's many players he could have took off and not got a bit of, uh, because if he's took Richarlison off, it's like well, Richarlison could come up with something, yeah. even though he has another Richarlison performance of, mm. you know, nothing, nothing was happening for him. But there was not many players in the attacking half that he could have took off. And I mean, no one was a batting island if he took Sigurdsson off. No, no. one. Um, but he took Bernard off, who we've said... Now, and to be fair, Kev, who sits next to me, he's done the instant reaction, he says, look, the thing with Bernard, he do, he's not going to get you a goal, is he? But that's, but that's, that's the worry, isn't it? Because, uh, you know, it, it, it's one of them. It, it, but he just if, doesn't seem to have any help. But, but, but if there's one player in your squad, in our squad, who can open a door when a defence is playing that deep, it's him. And I'm not mm. saying maybe with an assist, but with that ball in behind that he slides in for maybe one of the wingers to get onto, he is a player who's got a bit more guile and, and a little bit of something that... Most of the other players, and he'll see things that maybe the other players see, won't see. Didn't he look uncomfortable when he came off? Didn't he? he did, yeah. He, he, had no, he had nothing to kind of work off, did he? No. Well, at least, at least, most of all, because no one even knew what formation we were playing. No, he gave. Did you see well, the piece of paper thing? Delph and Delph looking at it doesn't even know he, what he's. He dropped it on the floor after about five seconds, and then and then Is no one like even what? knew where. So Walk, the third substitution was the most bizarre of all. Walcott gets up, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, one, why is he bringing him on?" Because and, yeah. They're, they're deep, they're very deep. So what's Walcott going to do? Mm. Because he's a runner. He's he, a runner, he so space, yeah. he needs space to run in behind. Like, what, one's, what's he going to do? And then it's like, who's he bringing him on for? So he's going to bring him on for Richarlison. Why? And then, if not, who else? So he, he takes Coleman off <laughs> and puts Walcott right back, basically. Well, <laughs> I think the piece of paper... Play, Delph, it was a back three with Delph. In the yeah, Delph was just sitting, weren't he? Like was a bit of a sweeper. Front of the, front <laughs> well, of the not, two a, not a sweeper. Yeah, it was weird. Like a stopper. Yeah, yeah, In between the two centre-backs. But pretty much a couple of minutes after that happens, David ball over the top and, and Moussa, he's just got the freedom of Goodison because no one knew who to nice track him. Finish, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, it was a good finish, to be honest. It was a good finish. I mean, Pickford made it easy Pick for him. Yeah, flying off his line. Easy, yeah. Yeah. But uh, we could sit here all night you know, bemoaning he, what, what's happened. Was Keane leading the line alone? Yeah. So, from what I know of him, he's... Normally plays in a two at UK yeah. and Frithley, so that that's a strange one, isn't it? Well, he, 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 he has to play in that system, doesn't he? He has Paul to play. Paul adult teenager just getting left, exactly. left no. to his own devices up front. Like no. it's not the way to manage him, is it? No, no, no it's not. And I, and I think um, we, we've said a few, and Craig said it a few times. To be fair, you know, it wouldn't have been the worst time to to throw two players up front from the start if that's what you're going to do, and maybe drop it because the the issue of Millsy's Millsy said this a number of times. The issue with having Sigurdsson on the pitch. Is you've got to play four two three one yeah. when he's on the pitch. Yeah. When he's not on the pitch, it opens up you know a number of different ways of playing, doesn't it? Including maybe a four four two. Yeah, but and then he's been playing a four four two with Snardlin in the middle of the park. But again, yeah, you you you'd be hoping that it. Be, but yeah. even if it was right, even if it was, so if you are playing a four four two, and you've got two holding midfielders, okay, well at least your wingers can bomb. You've got yeah. four up front effectively, and you've got yeah. four players that go and attack, which is what Bournemouth do. They do that. They play a four-four-two with two holding midfielders. Did you notice the the, the fullbacks Coleman and Inye didn't seem too confident in in Keane's ability to hold the ball up? Nowhere as if they if Calvert Lewin, for instance, was playing, they'd pass the ball into his yeah. feet. No one quite well. He can sap on and feed yeah, but, the players off. If, 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 the players, if the players are seeing that, then they must know that from training. Yeah, that's so what I mean. why is Silva deploying him as a lone striker? It's nuts, isn't it? Yeah. And especially when, as you say, you've got the likes of Calvert-Lewin there, who I'm assuming was on the bench, who could have came on. 
you know, when you're looking for a goal, why not go two up and take Sigurdsson? It's like Sigurdsson's the sacred cow now. He can't take him off the team. No, like no, he's you're untouchable. Right. That's fine if you're going to build what? the team around him. But yeah, well, exactly. But it feels <laughs> like you don't want to build around. the team around him because you're signing the likes of a Wobie, you've got Bernard, you've got other players who you feel like naturally will end up taking but his you know place. What's, you know what's more embarrassing? He's brought Tosin on. And it's almost like he's instantly realised what was the point of bringing Tosin on yeah. because they're sent, they've got about 10 centre-backs on the pitch. Yeah. So he's not going to get any space. We can't play it, play balls into the box. So it was like he thought, Ugh, can't bring Calvert-Lewin on now because there's no point because they've got Jag Elkin on along with the other two centre-backs. Yeah, yeah. It's just food and drink to them. So it was like the, the substitution of Tosin. It's like he didn't even think about it. He just thought, let's just throw a strike on. What else I found bizarre was every time he got a corner when a Wobie come on, a Wobie was coming short. The lads yeah. about six foot three. Yeah. Get in the box. Mm. He scored two headers already. Yeah. Yeah. Get yeah, in the box weird. and, you know, that, 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 that was but our main outlet of, of, of getting a chance from the corners. But stuff like that, stuff like that is, it, it stinks of players just going, let's just do what we want here because yeah. there's no direction. Yeah, do you know what I mean? No and, no, and no leadership. And, uh, and speaking of direction and leadership, we, we, we spoke a few times about, you know, who the potential leaders in there. A name that popped up earlier in the season or a couple of games ago was Michael Keane. I couldn't think that's f- further from the truth. Oh, no. He is an absolute liability. And, and you know, we spoke about um, what you know pl- uh, international football does for confidence. Now we yeah. made a mistake for England. I, I said I rubbished it. I said that you know playing against Kosovo, it's it's, it's yeah. not. He made a mistake against Kosovo, and he's just brought that in with him because he, he was he's terrible against Bournemouth. But well, he made the mistake for the second goal, didn't he? Against yeah, Bournemouth. he was like just ten yards behind his offensive line. He was poor he was, on the first yeah. goal. He, he seems well. a bit brittle, doesn't he? Confidence-wise oh. and mental, mental strength. He's just, he just does. Abs- he has, them to his he has one game where he, he plays badly, and he's had that one bad game for England. He'll take that into the next ten, twelve games. Now, no, the spell he had last season when everyone was getting behind him, it was alongside Zuma, weren't it? So maybe it's the fact no, but, he needs but, to be led. But him and Mina seem to start. Oh, right. Do you know what? I actually think. Uh, uh, someone said to me after the match, who's man of the match I couldn't pick a man of the match Mina probably done alright you know yeah I thought Mina I, 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 I actually think Mina what you could have given credit for is he's almost so thick that nothing gets to him you know like yeah. he doesn't get affected <laughs> by confidence yeah. he's like he's, he's, he honestly he, he just he's looks like there. he's a proper dope do you know what I mean yeah. it's like he just goes just gallops makes around. a mistake and he I just thought he was off a fault for the second goal because he he come for that tackle didn't he and then he's yeah, just true. galloping onto the to the yeah. um, their right their right wing chasing that lad who, who set the, the yeah, uh, yeah. that moose that up but that was sweet. more about the the tactics that were was deployed. So, there was so much space so that he had to go he had to go and win yeah. the ball yeah so even no though I there. didn't want to see me centre half there I'd rather see no a lot there was no so, one there so I saw like tweets saying Mina's going to cost Silver his job and it looked like they were referring to a mistake is that it was just the own it was the own goal wasn't it. Yeah, yeah and, and yeah, and even that, and that, that's that's mad, isn't it? I've just said that Mina might have been our man of the match, even though he scored an own goal. But again, the own goal and, and coming for that ball, he's trying to take some responsibility. He's mm. trying. He's actually going. I'll stand up and be counters here. Amongst you know, he he's, he's flicked the ball. It, it went over to go over Pickford first, didn't it? Yeah, and Pickford didn't it do too well for it. Like to be honest, I don't think he had a great game. Like no, well, no, no, he no, absolutely didn't. But from what I've seen, anyway, the highlights. Yeah, look, it's I th- as I say, we could we could go on about it all yeah, day. Well, um, if if that Chef White game weren't coming up in midweek, would you um, swap Coleman? If we if we were to play Man City next game, would you would you keep Coleman in that team? Um. Haven't seen Sadebi, probably yeah, but but uh, do I you think we were premature in letting Kenny go? Well, n- when you look at what he's doing for like it, on the um, for Schalke, sorry, on the Friday night, um, 
he, he set up a goal at the ninetieth yeah. minute. That's three assists now, I think, and a goal in, yeah. in, in, in five or six games. So they love him there. Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, because they, you know, they're not not they're building the team. They're just allowing him to to just go and do what he does, and, and they're not they're not comparing him to someone else, are they? They're not and trying he, to make him be guess, someone else. As a local lad, he's not playing with that pressure of being like you know the, the local the local boy who everyone wants to do well, yeah. and you know he's got a lot of expectation on him. So maybe it's he's a playing with a bit of freedom. Though, in yeah, the league, yeah, in the league. So, um, but yeah, it's it's a it's a difficult one, really. Um, it was a difficult decision for for Brands and, and Silver, I think, in in that. If they knew they were bringing another right back in, was John Joe Kenny gonna gonna get the game time? And um, we're looking back at it now. I haven't seen Sadebi once at Lincoln away, and he looked like Cujo Martina um, <laughs> on the dance floor. <laughs> <laughs> but um, <coughs> yeah, it, now that obviously we're seeing how, how well John Joe Kenny settled in at, at Schalke, and, and we're looking at you know a couple of ropey performances from Coleman, it, it'd be perfect for him to come in. You you, you would literally. You would trust John Joe Kenny against against Chef Wed away, perfect because he because yeah. at, at that level he's, he's he's definitely good enough, isn't he? Yes, There's yeah. no doubt about that. But uh, you know, a, a, having a local lad around at this time, someone who who would you know bleed for the shares, is exactly what Marco Silva needs, isn't yeah. he? Which is which I think is another reason why we just don't get why Tom Davies hasn't, hasn't been given has been given a go. Mm. But yeah, I, I don't know what else I can say about th- th- that game. And at the moment, it's 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 still very raw. But um, well, there's maybe not a lot to say about the game. But I suppose the the question there's 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 noise going round. I was on social media and stuff, and the question is: Silver is his position up up for question? One hundred percent. Yeah, definitely. If we don't get a result midweek, then I think he's got to lose his job. To be honest, you know, playing promoted side and then playing a division one team and, and and not getting out anything out of them then this job's got to be under scrutiny yeah I, I can't disagree with that we're gonna have a fully st- a, a full strength size i'd imagine with maybe a couple of changes a- against sheffield wednesday and you know he's made it clear and everyone's made it clear at the club that you know the priority of the season is to is to compete for a trophy and the league cup or the carabao cup is the most viable option because it's the the cup that maybe the likes of yourselves and City will take a little bit easier than than maybe the FA Cup. Well, City City go for it, don't they? Because it's, it's the first well, trophy in the bag of the it's season. It's not that though. It's, they don't. They do. They do make changes, but when they make changes, they've got players who are thinking, "Here's my chance to get into the team yeah. by proving a point." So I think last just season got so well, the run players. that they had last season was a joke. You know, they were playing like all all like. Crap you played Bayern last year. Yeah, it was. It was. You know, if that you look at the, the teams same, that, yeah. that they were drawing, you know, they could have put their not even the reserve, not even the second eleven. The reserve team could probably go out against some of them and do a job. So, mm. but so it, it's not that they're like desperately going for it. It's they did have a really easy ride in, in them ones. But I think you know, six weeks ago, you're looking at Everton and Everton, Everton fans are praising the signings that Marco Silva's made. They're praising the coaching that he's done within the club to turn around the slow start to the season previous. I'm only six games in. Everton, are we? Six games in. Results, do, you know, results and performances dictate you, you, the strength of your position. I, d- I mean, I off air, Judgey, we were saying there like about well, you're only three points off the bottom and you said, yeah, but we're only just getting into it. We're also three points off third place. So... You know, using that no, sort I, of the reason that in, in, in my defence, the reason I said that is, as I said, um, you know, if we're, if we're in the bottom three, what I was saying, you're completely out of context there. What I was saying is that at times like this, you need a position at the club to make the position clear because whether the club think it's seri- a serious 
potential for to Silva to leave or not, the fans are saying it, and the fans are almost demanding that something gets done. Or you need a bit of leadership from somewhere. So you want the club to either come out and say, "Listen, to make it clear, he's staying at least till the end of the season, and we're going to give him the full season." Or you know, you need someone. But but I then kind of cut myself up and said, "But if we end up in the bottom three, you know, these have to just put you know pull yeah, the trigger anyway." I suppose what I'm saying to you is, you were saying, "Yeah, he's gone if he doesn't win the next game." You weren't saying that six weeks no, ago. Th- is that quick in, enough? In, in their defence, I think that, you know, the difference is last season and stuff, there was still green shoots of progress getting made. Or you could say, you know, you could see progress of a more attacking game of football and, and that side of things. It feels like now you're looking at it thinking, well, maybe that, that, that was a bit of a nonsense that maybe he doesn't know his best team still. He maybe hasn't got and, a plan and B and is, stuff. And, what, and that's a worry, isn't it? What we're forgetting, and you, you said it off air before, he was very close to getting sacked last season, yeah. Yeah. but he put together a ridiculous run and a really good run at home. And that all that done, uh, let's not forget it, that just gave us optimism, didn't it? Yeah. It didn't make us think, wow, what a, what a manager Silver has just made us think, hold on, you might be onto something, something here. Yeah. Maybe there is something. But now, let you say, Terry, that we're seeing... The, you know, the remnants of, the, of this run again, and uh, of this dour kind of... But we're oh. seeing the sides of him again, aren't we? Where yeah. he's slumped yeah. on the seat against Bournemouth. Uh, you know, you want your manager to... I know you, you're not too bothered by, you know, the the, the way the a manager demeanor. looks on, the demeanour of a manager on the line, but for me, it's just, if if he's not passionate, what, 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 you know, the players can't be, can they? they I can't think you, can the read, you, can, you can read into it so many different ways. The, the way I read into it is he's, he's as disappointed as the fans are. He's like, God, what, what, you know, why is this not working? And, and we're paying pay pay money to, to see that he's getting paid money to fix it, to fix to it, be, to be professional in yeah. that situation. And, to, yeah, and he didn't, against, against Bournemouth, he when he slumped, it. that didn't look professional to me. Mm. That's like us making a mistake and working, just going. But that's just his, that's just his personality. Like but you know, people would say that Klopp, Klopp going. If if results weren't going, re- you know, right across the other side of the park, which you can't see happening for quite a while. But if they weren't, and Klopp's going berserk, Klopp's going berserk on the touchline, and then the media and the fans going up. Well, if he wasn't so berserk and just chilled out a bit, it might help the players. There's always a way of looking at the manager's yeah. demeanour in a positive way or a negative way, depending on. But I, I, go. I warmed definitely warmed to him more last season after the uh, the Millwall game when he did show a little bit of passion, even but though the, we got beat. But it wasn't that was just him walking through the rain, wanted to press. So it was like no, he, no, he was definitely <laughs> more even, passionate. He was definitely he didn't even showing have an umbrella there. He just walked. He was definitely just showing a little bit. Soggy shoes means passion. There's the first. <laughs> but yeah, it's back to your question, Terry, and and I, I, I agree with Craig. I think we put a full strength side out against Sheffield Wednesday, and it's another uninspiring performance. And we go out. I, I can't see how. I can't see what the club can see in him, you know, because we've got to not only get to January. I think we realistically got to get to the end of the season with pretty much this squad. I mean, I'd like to think we'll maybe bring a striker in in January, but you never know with the January transfer window. You've got to look at your manager and think he's capable of getting the best tune out of this squad. Mm. And you can't say that that's the case if we get beat by Sheffield United, Bournemouth and Sheffield Wednesday consecutively. So, so now, do you think it's um, wise to be sacking a manager before you've got a backup, or would you be hoping that brands is having talks with other managers as we speak? No, I, I definitely don't think it's wise to, to sack a manager without having a backup, but I also think it's wise to keep a manager in a job who's clearly not the fit. Do you know, so you'd it, rather see him sacked, bring a caretaker, part-time type manager yeah, in, and, I, and I would, I would, right ra- I would rather not drag on there. It, it's, it's a relationship, isn't it? If you know the relationship isn't right and it needs to end, then you end it as soon as possible and then you work out what's I, going I on I don't now. think he's going to win over the fans, no. I think he's had like a couple of spells where we haven't looked good. Yeah. And he's had 
this is a third transfer window, and he's, he's the, been the more yeah, the more his there is players that yeah. he's got on there, and he doesn't seem to know what system. And, to and play not only in. that, there is players, and they don't seem to be having him, yeah. which, which is more significant. If you've been bought by a manager, you know th- these players don't seem to be buying into what he's he's asking them to do. And and the reason I say that is it all the uncertainty around corners and stuff like that. They're still not really committing to it, are they? No, they don't commit to that 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 way of defending and stuff. So. And and they don't commit to the the way of attacking either. So it, there's a, there's a lot of there's a lot of unanswered questions. But look, we'll um, we'll move on to to you guys. Um, we'll move on to you guys now. And obviously the game that's just taken place, which was again a hard fought uh, victory at, at a very difficult place to go. Yeah, um, it was a, it was very much a game of two halves for me. I predicted on the podcast last week that we'd win three 0 and when we went two up, I was. People were shocked when I said that last week. And that's turned up. I was thinking, nah, I'm going to rub it in the faces tonight. But um, I thought we saw Liverpool begin to look really tired and leggy. Yeah. Another thing I said on the podcast last week about rotation is we were talking about we only rotate one player, and it's the head of the midfield, which is, is Henderson. Um, no one ever mentions rotating Fabinho and things like that. <clears throat> um, and I thought we've seen a number of the players just like go off the you know off the pace they look tired to me looked yeah, exhausted their, their midfield was busy though weren't it Chelsea's midfield they put a very combative midfield out yeah who are full of beans Kante and all that you can mm. run forever he has, a, he has a brilliant game Kante he too. always does against us he's just, just a brilliant player you know you, you watch him and yeah. the way he covers the ground the way he gets about and it's not not, not even just that though the intelligence when he's on the ball he, he is a top draw midfielder isn't he and you know, it was an that he was going to be stuck fit. in the mud against them, this is, he? Yeah, <coughs> when we were talking there, you, you know, we were talking about rotating. I take the point that, you know, Fabinho, he's be, I think he's just became such a linchpin for us now yeah. in that midfield. Yeah. Like, you know, you compare it, God love Henderson when he played there as a number six, but you, you look at the difference with Fabinho in that role and you just, for me, I just feel so much more confident. You yeah, know, like, I feel like every t- any midfield we're coming up against, He's getting better with every game that I watch him, and, and it isn't just his, his his defensive side of his game; it's his use of the ball. You know, he's like he, he he's got a good eye for the pass and stuff. He uses it well, and he's an intelligent player. And I think it's got to that point now where he's become such a vital cog that it's it's hard to rest him because you I don't think I don't believe it is when you've got Wayne Alden. I think Wayne Alden can do a great yeah, job in that six against certain teams. Yeah, I th- fair enough, but it just becomes a, a Wayne Alden. Henderson and Milner midfield again, and I, I don't know. Which I'm, I'm not a big lover of that. I'll be honest. I'm just not. Um, but you know, we, we did see it today. Fabinho, he was brilliant first half, I thought, but then and he was brilliant against Napoli, but he faded badly second half. Yeah. You could see. He didn't start making mistakes, but he looked. He, he made, just looked shattered. Well, the Kante's goal. Yeah, he was miles. He was away. at fault. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? He sort of let him go, just which yeah. was very unlike him. And then. You know, there was one where someone was about to skip past him, and he, he all right, so it was one of them files where you want your defensive yeah, mid to make it, but yeah. he had to make it. You know what I mean? Because yeah. he was just like he just had I to pull him down. I thought that was a good file. Yeah, it, it was a sensible one. It was an intelligent one, but at the same time, <coughs> he did it you, he could, you could see there. he couldn't get there. It was just yeah. like a, you know, he he he'd been caught on the wrong foot a little bit, and you know, lost a man. And but you know, not having a go at him or anything. But I, I know what you're saying. It's like he becomes such a vital cog on our side. How do we rotate them? You know, like, how, what's the answer? And maybe it is Wijnaldum against lesser opposition. You can get away with it. And maybe that's what we need to try and do. Mm-hmm. You know, sort of t- rotate them out against, like, lesser teams who are going to sit back and defend against us. Yeah. Um, he wasn't the only one uh, looking tired. But I think another thing is that, you know, I made up that we won. Because away at, you know, the top teams in the Premier League last season, that was where we have space to improve this year. So, 
you know, we took points away at Chelsea, which we, you know, is not. I think it's only the, se- the second game we've won away against top six opposition yeah, since so since Spurs at Wembley last year. I yeah, think it so was. So we, we've got to be made up with that. But I think a better team would have exposed us today. I said on the podcast last week, and other thing I said was that I, I'm not threatened by Chelsea really. I don't think they've got enough up top to worry us, and I think that that proved a little bit today mm. because. The chances that they created, if that was a city, but we're getting B five two there today. Yeah, I, th- I think it was one of them for us. I think first half, you know, we got into a position of being in control of that game, two nil up. You know, it, it could have been one all. You know, the the the, yeah. the VAR decision. That, that's one we'll come on to, I suppose. But as it was, we were two nil up, and I think we were cruising. And I think the players at half time just thought, like, you know, Chelsea hadn't really hurt us. We did look like the better team. Yeah, just had a little bit too much for them. And then I think they've sort of thought. You know that's going to be the story of the game. Now we'll probably just close it, it was, out from but, over But there were signs of us playing this high line and getting cut, split open. Yeah, but they, they, they've done it against us in the Super Cup. You and know what I mean? That high diagonals into the gap where Trent leaves. Yeah, and I think that that's that, that's an interesting point because it, you know we recognise that we've talked about that. I've made the high line, and that's the the where I think teams will try and exploit because they can cut out our press in the middle and and Bobby by switching balls into them sort of like. However, deep areas. when you talk about switching it diagonally into the space that Trent normally is, the idea of the picture everyone's got in the mind is that Trent's pushed up, but it's not that he's narrow. He's really close to um, Matip. Yeah, well, it's not weird. Not always. Not there was a, a lot. Of the there was a lot of today, games. I found he was he was narrow rather than pushed up. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't. It was weird. He it was wasn't like he was super being, pushed like up. He's told to play. Well, there. it's the, the, that's the <coughs> most managers and most teams don't want to allow, and and this is this is what you do the other way quite well. You don't want to allow the attacker to get in between your fullback and your centre back. That's when you got problems. So keeping him on the outside, if you're the, and, and Terry speaks a lot about the fact he's a young, he's, he's still a very inexperienced yeah. fullback, isn't he? So yeah. if you're unsure about that and you're really paranoid about getting caught and the manager, you know, the manager's going to cane you, you do go especially narrow to make sure that, you know, you're never going to get the he's balls on the always edge. on your outsides. And yeah. if you're quick, which which Trent yeah. is, yeah. you're not too, you're not too um, worried about the ball being on the outside because you can get there and you can make up the ground. Yeah. So I think that's probably what he's doing is he's exaggerating that recovery run because, you, you do recover as a fullback towards your own goal. You don't just run straight. Yeah, back. I think the the problem with that is, you know, I think he's put a big shift in against Napoli, and by do by always having to then like burst out into them areas. What you're talking about, where you yeah. know he, he is a bit tighter to Matip, he looked leggy. Yeah. You know, second half in particular, there was there was t- I thought he looked like he was running in three killer points. Yeah. You know, which for a young lad is is surprising. So I do think the Napoli game took a lot out of them there that second half because I think we we did take our foot off the gas. And we did start to look really, really tired. And the one that I did think was a surprise in that, you mentioned it before, Wijnaldum, you know, he got rested for Napoli. So there's no real excuse for him to be tired, but he looked like it was one of them indifferent away games that he used to do, you know, two or three seasons yeah. ago, where it was like, was he even on the pitch? You know, yeah. it just really didn't do anything for me. Could have just been that he was up against Kante. Yeah, it was maybe. Def- could have been, but... Definitely that he was up against Kante, because yeah. he did have a great so game. And Jorginho had a good game. Jorginho had a good game as well, he still yeah. Did, Matt, he didn't look himself either way, though, did he? No. It wasn't just that he wasn't getting about. It's some decision-making and things like that wasn't on the ball as Me, well. He wasn't himself. Yeah. It, it was a good win, and, and a, a, a I don't want to be the, the the voice of doom. I do want to be the voice of doom because yeah. really yeah. <laughs> But um, th- this is, a, this, is, is this is not the same Chelsea side, is it? That, that we've seen in years gone by. And I know that you're going to kind of go, oh, don't be playing it down. But it's also a Chelsea side. If their last three home games or their other three home games before you p- they played you today, one one with Leicester, two two with Sheffield United, and one nil against Valencia defeat. So, you know, it's not a team that play at Stamford Bridge the Didn't way they did. Good win last weekend. 
away. Both the wins, yeah. all oh, both the wins have been away yeah. from home. It was yeah. a, a winner. Um, no, they haven't really got a settled side. I, I take your point that it isn't the Chelsea of old, but it's still a tough place to go and play football. Stamford Bridge, and I know what you're saying, like Chef- Sheffield United, but Valencia are no mug side. Do you know what I mean? And, and Leicester are gonna, they're gonna cause, they're gonna cause teams problems this season. They are a good side, so I know what you're saying, but no, but it. Uh, I mean, looking, the looking at the game today, though, it, it wasn't a. And I know it wasn't a vintage performance, but really on another day, like Phil said, it, it could have easily been a, a defeat today. Man it City would have to put more chances away, but we might have played differently against Man City. We might have gone with a different setup. But I think even Tottenham would have got a few today. I think the point I'm making now is we, we, we've done a tactical tactical shift this season with the high line. Yeah, VAR's done We're that, still yeah. adjusting to it. We're still I, I think we are still adjusting to it. But at the same time, I think you'll start to see like that, you know, them adjustments being apparent when the leggy after a mid a really tough midweek game against a really tough Napoli side in really tough conditions. Yeah, it was fair. like thirty degrees and really humid. You were knackered. Yeah, and you, you can, can see that in the Napoli game. You know, late on they were you tired. can talk about the high line, but have you actually conceded a goal this season from playing the high line? Not many. Five this season, I think. Yeah, Abrams today yeah. that shown where it was it was a little bit weaker than it could have been, and arguably the high line of it if if um. Mason Mount would have been standing two it's inches the other ru- way. It's it was a another weird rule, isn't it? It's like his foot, it's literally his foot, yeah, isn't it? Well it's offside. But, but it, I, I, the it's thing a, is, it's a goal scoring. It's offside. Yeah, you can score a goal. But then there was something in the, the thing with that is, it's offside. But Mills, you made the point we were chatting like you know before on the group. It's what? How far back do you go after a goal? To check yeah. whether there's been any like infractions it's in like the build-up because so otherwise you could look ten minutes there, well, beyond. There was, there was um, the Arnold's one uh, in the second half where Ar- was it second half or was it the first half? Mm. No, second half where Ar- Arnold and Zuma plays him on. Oh yeah, but he, he got given offside. So if you just score from that, what would have happened there? Because he, he he blew straight away, didn't he? Well, and he, he wasn't did, offside. Yeah. Mm, well, I th- it, it, they never put the lines up, did they, on the telly? So you couldn't actually see. It was like, but it, it was you know, definitely you could argue whether it was a body part. He was on site, 100%. Mm. Well, I, I, I don't know. It, it's a, it, you know, VAR is not covering itself in glory, is it? Because I think, you know, the, if Chelsea. Well, the decision's it, right today. Yeah, but the, the one that, they, that well. it gave against Mason Mount, if they've done a move that's got 40 passes in it before a goal. And yeah, one of them like passes was was offside. How far back do you that go? That was a key part of the goal, wasn't it? That no, pass? it was about five passes before seven. the actual goal. That was the ball to the wing that got crossed passes. in, wasn't it? it, was that, it was the no, no, it didn't. No. He plays it inside. The, the, it went back the pass it. that went to the player that crossed it in. No, no. it wasn't before the, the goal. No. no. Mason Mount gets the ball, he plays it inside, it goes to someone else, then another pass or two happens, and then they score. So it's like... It wasn't It wasn't. the pass that the combination play happens to get William to the byline. It was like three or four passes before that, and that's the thing. It's like where do you, where do you where do you look back? And I, I, you know, it, it's there's just so much grey area in that VAR. I think it's an absolutely garbage system to be honest to be using. It should be clear cut, you know. The, the, but when they start introducing all these phases of play and all that sort of nonsense, is where, what is a phase of play and where does it stop and where's yeah. the next one? It's really difficult. And for fans, it is for fans. You know, it's mm-hmm. you celebrate a goal. I mean, I'm made up. We've got the decisions. Don't get me wrong, but it, you know, you, you celebrate a goal. But now you, every celebration, you're sort of thinking. This might be real. It was so confusing to me because I, I was eating my dinner in the other room, and I heard like the cheer went in, seeing the goal, and then like, you'd always watch it again now and, and check. Like I was like, no, nah, there's no way they're checking that. Went in the kitchen, come back in. It was two nil. It was like, <laughs> how's it gone from one one to two nil? Yeah, I gave them the goal. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you know, it, it, it was one. It was one of them games where I don't think it certainly wasn't a vintage performance, particularly second half. I thought we were all right first half to be honest, but second half it it, it there was a vintage strike. Uh, from Trent, 
That free kick was absolutely oh, world class. Yeah, it was a world class side footed, but with serious power. Serious power and no accuracy. Keeper, no keeper saving. Just whipped in, and he just yeah. whipped that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a, it was a, it was a good little move because Salah does that little sort of backward roll off it, doesn't he? To, yeah. to sort of shift it, which I don't really like it normally when it gets shifted because I always think it oh. opens up the goal. But it did perfectly. Yeah. It opens up the angle because it was like because he was running the other way. I don't think you know they quite. Thought he'd do a, a basic rollback, man. Um, obviously, it was a world class goal. Speaking of Salah, there then two below par performances from the front three, really. Yeah, Napoli I, I think that's fair. Yeah, and Chelsea now. Uh, yeah. So this thing with the high line, all right, one or two goals might sneak through now and again, but it, it should allow us to have numbers overload in, in the opponent's half and score more goals. But mm. um, last two games, that that's not been the case. Last I mean, two games that hasn't been the case, but last two games we played against good busy midfields. Yeah. And maybe it's just, you know, we're, we're trying to compress them and sort of make, make them make mistakes and get the ball away. But at the same time, you know, Napoli's midfield's no slouch. We no. mentioned it before. They, they match us for energy and industry. Yeah. And they were getting about us really well. Chelsea, you've got Kante, Jorginho yeah. and Kovacic. And they've done really well at getting around us. So it, is I that, think is it's that the blueprint for other teams now? To try and match it? Where if you're playing a high line, to match the work rate in midfield and then you can't it's have hard two... To do. It's hard to do. Yeah, it is hard it is to do, it but I think we couldn't do it. <laughs> we haven't got hard work in midfield. <laughs> yeah. We'd have to put Coleman in midfield uh, with Erdinia and someone else just to run around. Like Spoke about us, come on. Calvert-Lewin <laughs> playing centre mid this week. That Chelsea midfield lacks a bit of creativity and stuff, really, doesn't it? But they, they do well what we do well. Yeah, but that's it. They d- they done the bits that you know that that we do well. Fabinho proper rattled Kovacic twice at the beginning. Yeah, he got him a couple that. of times. Yeah, we'll leave a little mark. But um, but maybe it, maybe it is. But you know, I back Klopp to to know that that. You know, seeing it now against two good, to, to, you know, good midfields, and sort of seeing that we didn't have it all of our own way. I think you know it'll be an area that he's watching, and particularly them sort of switch balls into the fullback areas. For me, you've got to play expansive against the t- uh, midfields like that. You've got to play a little bit deeper play to shut them onto you, and your yeah. wing fullbacks have got to be wider to basically make the pitch bigger. To stretch them. Yeah. Now, I've already said the fullbacks were narrow and the, and the line was high, so <laughs> it didn't make sense to me from yeah. that perspective. But who am I to tell Klopp? But that, that's you know that's what I saw. Yeah, no, I think it's a it's a fair point, and it'll be one to watch, you know, to see how that develops over. It hasn't hurt us so far this season, so we can't really grumble too much. Um, and as we said, it, it wasn't a vintage second half performance, but we got the points, and that's all you can do. It's another going away to Stamford Bridge. You know what I mean? And we mentioned it before. We're six for six. Mm-hmm. We played Arsenal at home. We, we, we're probably going to fancy themselves to be in the top four this year. Yeah. Chelsea will still fancy themselves to be in and around there. We've gone to their place and took yeah. three points. So. We can't really grumble too no. much, you know what I mean? It's 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 one of them. It's if this is a bad day. I'll take leave it. the grumbling yeah. to us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it, it's an, it, it feels a little bit nip tucks, and it feels like a couple of players need a rest. And you know, it, it's now. I think we are going to have to start asking the question of the likes of you know. We talked. Shakiri's made some some comments in the media that he's not getting enough game time. He's not happy with how much he's playing and stuff. I think he's going to have to come into the side somewhere along the way and sort of t- take a little bit of, you know, a bit of. A, a, Give some of the, some of the players a rest. I think it's an ideal time in in the likes of the next game to get Oxley Chamberlain back on the pitch. You know, try and sharpen him up. Yep. Lalana, you know, he he's 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 saying that he's fit and hundred yep. percent ready. Came on today. Kate is back. Kate is back. You know, he he's back in training, full training now. So there's there's options there, and I think we are going to have to use them and and, and try and be clever with them to. and refresh them. To. Because I mean, you talk about putting your best team out every week. If, you, if you've got aspirations of going far in four competition, you can't. Mm. You can't not. And also, I, I think Cop absolutely beasts them in training. And I think it was a, an early criticism of Cop, maybe, whether the players could. Um, there were some injuries and things at first, and maybe some of the fatigue today is... But I think we see the benefits later on in the season when, when they're really, really, really fit, and early on in the season when they're sharper than the other teams. But there seems to be a point in the, in the you know, roundabout now, really, when 
maybe. Well, it's when the Champions League kicks in, isn't yeah, it? When the and then League you know, kicks in, yeah. you start to get asked a lot of a lot of games. It's Carlin Cup games, Champions League games, yeah. League Cup games. You know, we we said I think it was just seven games in twenty three days or something. Yeah. We've got to play, isn't it? So we need to rotate. We definitely do need to rotate, and we'll come on to the MK Dons game um, in midweek. Um, but obviously, before that, I think we're going to talk about our night with John Aldridge. Right, Reds, you've been asking about a live Liverpool event and it's time we delivered. Across the Park Live for Liverpool fans is now here. An evening with one of Liverpool's finest strikers and local legend, John Aldridge. From non-league football to being in a part of the attack and one of the greatest sides in Liverpool's history and English football in general, John's lived every boyhood Reds dream. Join us as we sit down with Aldo in the shadow of Anfield at the Church Pub on Oakfield Road to discuss his career, the highs, the lows, the inside stories from one of Liverpool FC's best-loved players. The evening itself is hosted by Neil Fitzmorris, a star of stage and screen and one of Liverpool's favourite comedians and actors. Tickets are priced at £35 and are available now on the website at acrosstheparkpodcast.co.uk. Alternatively, you can get them behind the bar at the Church Pub on Oakfield Road. Each ticket includes a hot and cold buffy, a free drink on arrival and there'll also be a raffle with some great prizes available. Tickets are limited in availability so make sure you act fast so that you don't miss out. We look forward to seeing you there on the night. Sounds well. Obviously, we're looking forward to that. You know, do do try and get your your tickets. There's not many left now. You know, it's it's only a fortnight away. Yep. You know, it's it, it we we we've sold a, a good number of tickets. It's going to be a great night. Um, don't miss it because you know you, you will miss out. Although, obviously, I've seen him before. He's great value. He's going to have some great stories. And Neil Fitz, you know, as we funny mentioned, fella. if you haven't listened to it already, get on the extra that we've done with Neil Fitz. He's a big red and he's a funny fella. Um, you know, he's bit, he, he co-wrote Phoenix Nights with with Peter Kay. He's been on the office and all that, and he's one of Liverpool's best stand-up comedians. He's hosting the night, so it's it's, it's double bubble really. You're getting value all over the place. So do make sure you get your tickets. You know, you can get them on the website across the park podcast. uk slash event. Um, or there's tickets behind the bar at the church, or you can get in touch with us at, via the contact form on the website, and we can sort it out with some tickets. But there aren't many left, so if you are planning on going that night, stop mate, stop waiting round and get them bought because you know we, we'd hate to see you miss out. Right, <laughs> so uh, on, <coughs> on to Everton Masters then. I can see you're um, really looking forward to talking Everton again. Yeah, so t- two games obviously to preview. Uh, our game on Tuesday night at, at, at Sheffield Wednesday uh, Sheffield Wednesday first. Tuesday night at Sheffield Wednesday. Uh, yeah. Callaway Cup action. Craig, what, what well, we've already spoke about how important it is to, for them to get a win because I think his job will be could be what's on the what, line. What's the team then? You, you, you're <coughs> thinking you're he's going to, yeah. I think I'd like to, <coughs> I'd like to see Sadibi have a go see if that game against um, Lincoln was just a one-off. Um, I mean, look at you, what you're probably being a little bit harsh. He wasn't that bad. He, he was a little bad. bit cheeky. He's in yeah, the I, yeah, but I, I didn't think he was as bad as what some Evertonians yeah. were making yeah. out. Yeah, I'd like to see a few, few, uh, would few you, would you put Holgate in, or is it, is it not? Um, got to, haven't we? In a way, you know, yeah, no, thinking I would, about I would. it. Based, I mean, why should Keane um, play as many bad games as he's played mm. and and get a starting berth? Holgate to me, and it just doesn't sound. Like <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> I just but, can't. You know, even though Keane has been playing it, so badly, if he, can, if he can't do it at Chef Wed, then. Yeah. You know, we we know we know what what we know about Holgate anyway. Mm. But if he if he can't do it against Sheffield, if he's playing for his job, he won't play Holgate. I, I think he'll play Holgate, but I don't yeah. think he'll play Holgate and Mina. Okay, I, I think the whole. I mean, I don't. I, Mina's English isn't great, is it? So I mm. just can't imagine. And and Holgate, I don't think Holgate's English is great either. <laughs> so he, um, he's got to play a strong side. Yeah, regardless of us yeah. having Man City on Saturday anyway, there's four days there for them to 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 train and rest up. So. 
You'd like to think that the the Davis is definitely going to come in, wouldn't you? You would like to think, yeah, because there's definitely for Snow. Gomez is probably still going to be injured, still going to yeah. be a bit too early for him. Uh, you'd imagine it would be uh, Delphin and and Davis in the middle. But the the shocking like the thing for me is he'll probably play Calvert Lewin on, and he he wasn't even like the preferred sub on on Saturday. Yeah, well, maybe that was in his mind though. That's the one thing I was thinking. Maybe he's in his mind thinking he's going to play three, mate. three points in the league. True, it's got to be in your mind. Absolutely. It, it, yeah. it's, it's not just that as well. If you're looking for a reaction and you put a completely, you know, if you change a team completely with the subs and stuff, and you get that reaction, but then what does that do for the next game? Because mm. it seems like at the moment he doesn't know what to do. If he gets a reaction out of them, he doesn't necessarily play them the next game. Yeah, that, that's it. That's it. Um, yeah, I'd expect a Bobby to come in definitely. I, I'm not. I mean. I wouldn't mind seeing. Well, I'd definitely like Sigurdsson to come out. It, it would be good. It's a good chance to play a four-four-two. If I'm honest, yeah. with, with with Davis and Delf, it will be on one side. I can't see how he can't play with Charleston just because, you know, Walcott's just no not good enough, is he? No. And he's just nowhere near it. Um, and and potentially Calvert Lewin and and Moise Keane up front. It, it's one of them. It, it's it's tough for the kids. And 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 you said it before, Teddy and Phil says it as well. To putting him up there on his own when he's played traditionally at Juventus, even when he's played in the front three, he's always played off Mandzukic, when Mandzukic's been on one side and he's kind of playing off the bits there. He's not a player, as we've already know, that who, who particularly enjoys holding the ball up with his back to goal. He likes to get on the half turn. Um, in order to do that more often than not, you, you do need to kind of be 1v1 and not have you know two centre-backs all over you. So... It is a good chance potentially to play two forwards. You can't play two forwards against a championship club, and 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 you know and 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 get through the game. Then it probably says a lot more about yeah, it says the, the, the squad <laughs> than, than than anything. Um, so yeah, it, it's one of that. I think when you've just had such a disappointing game, it's good to have another game so quickly, isn't it? Yeah, because you you just want to get back out there, don't you? Know you want you want to get your players out. I there. wish it was a league game, though, not a potential banana, banana skin. skin. Yeah, I mean, okay. I think Silver probably feels the same way, as I imagine. Mm. Uh, but what what league team would you want to play at this well, stage? I wouldn't want to play. are playing all the promoted teams already, yeah, haven't you? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, don't play a promoted side. That's what, that's who yeah. I'd want to play. No, I don't yeah. know. But but it's it's a, like, what City in, in, in the game after that? And it, it's it's probably a game that we would probably get something out of mm. after after it's like disappointing games. It so, seems to be the way. Yeah, but then it's where you just want to get anything out of it, isn't it? Yeah, no, it's it's definitely too early to be to be kind of throwing games in just so you <laughs> don't go a few points clear. Particularly with the way you're playing away from home, I think you've got points to drop there. Um, no, uh, it's a it's a good chance. I think personally, it, it it's make or break, isn't it? Already, it sounds mad to say, but like we've we've just both said, then if he loses the game, he probably loses his job. It, it, and and if the players are aware of that, which they will, the, all the players are on social media. They'll be aware of uh, the pressure that the shouts from the fans. If they, we'll really see, I think, how much the players think of Silver on Tuesday. If you see a battle and performance, a really hard work and performance, and then you see some of the top players turn up, yeah, and get goals, it does make you think. It would make you think, wouldn't it? Hold on, because it, it it will be a, a battle and performance away mm. from home to Chef Words who aren't doing too badly in a championship, yeah. championship sides and. Yeah. Aren't no slouches, are they? Do no. you know what I mean? We've well, seen, we we seen one on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. They, they haven't changed much from the no. championship. I'd spend any money. money. <laughs> <laughs> We're League One, mate. <laughs> yeah, disappointing, but, you know, it, I think uh, 100% it's make or break in it. And, Is yeah. it going to be make or break then, prediction? <sighs> I'd like to think we can beat Chef Weds, come on. Um, yeah, no, we're going to beat them. 
I'm going to be trusty three one. I'm going to go for trusty three one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not so sure. I'm going to go with. T- I'm going to go two one. But yeah, I'm. I'm hoping. I'm hoping that we've got that. That whatever team he puts out is going to going to do the business and gets us one step closer to a, a semi final. <laughs> 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 Another semi final. Um, and now that that's certainly the the one we're, we're looking at the board, thinking, God, the teams you don't want to play. When you when you're in this vein of form, or you, you know you you're struggling for confidence, but like you say, is it the other way around? Is it a, is a free hit? You know you're playing City yeah. at home, you know go for it. Just you know throw the kitchen sink at them if you can. Mm, if you can, you'll have to throw more than the kitchen sink. I think at this City team. To, See, to I remember last season we played City, <coughs> didn't we, at home, and we were quite happy with our performance. We got happy with our two 0 defeat. Two 0 defeat, yeah. You know, we I don't think we had a, a shot on goal, did we? No, we just, just ran around. We he? just laboured like a decent performance. Yeah, I think we he's like saved, saving Tom Davis for that game because he plays him in that game, and he yeah. plays a lot of the the, the kinds of homegrown plays. Was that half he? a turning point for Everton season <coughs> like, at that point. Yeah, it wasn't far off, you know, because we yeah, played them and then we played Liverpool a couple yeah. of games later, and then after that we, we didn't. Yeah, we, we lost, lost one or two after that. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I mean, d- looking at the City game, given that they've got a few issues at the back and stuff like that. Yeah, they showed that the, <laughs> the other day. Well, Watford's away poor, though, aren't they? If we're being honest, they're a different side at home. Watford, yeah. they're not playing too well this season, but um, especially with, like, chopping and changing the manager and stuff, so it's, it's hard to read into that one. But you look at Hughes and you think, you know, on the flanks, generally, with Richarlison and, you know, with a Wobie, you can play out there, but you talk about Bernard as being, like, a really effective player on the flanks and maybe not really in terms of end product, but... Do you not feel that maybe you might be able to get at City at, at that defence, given that it, it is a bit, bit makeshift? Depends on how the, the game goes on Tuesday. I think it's, a, and, and because of the way City play, and we talk about playing you know, two defensive midfielders wasn't necessary on Saturday. Three centre midfielders is probably necessary against City. I think it'd be good to see if Gomez is fit, um, Delph, Gomez and Davis against them, because you've got three players, maybe with the exception of Gomez to a certain extent, but three players who are all willing to have a go and run yeah. around and get amongst, and you need that against City, I think. Yeah. But you've also got like three different midfielders as well. One mm. in Delft that can run around, break up play. He'll be Gomez, who's, old team, so yeah, got, Gomez who's got a little bit of vision about him. He can, he's a, he's a, a, a good More baller. of a cultured player, yeah. Yeah, and then you've got Davis who, who will... Who can put a bit of graft in, but then yeah. he's capable of, 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 you know... He's got a bit of drive about him. Yeah, he, he, can, he can run with the ball, can't yeah, he, as well? He can run with the ball, he wins. I, like I say it about him all the time. I say it about him as if it's, like, a great thing to have, but he wins good fouls mm. in, in good areas, Davis. He knows he, how to win a foul by just shielding the ball yeah. and gets his body. body yeah. Gets his body in well, yeah. Mm. I think I just think, like, City, sometimes I just think the full-back areas are, are areas that I, I just don't really think that great and I think that's where a lot of your assets are in yeah, your side and so yeah, you're right you're right and, and that's why I think if you we, if we can play three midfielders who are all willing to put a shift in and just get amongst the City players and then and we focus on those wise areas yeah, yeah. I, and, and I think it's nailed on for me nailed on because of what we've seen on Saturday that that Calvert Loom will start up front because we'd need someone to hold Who, the who's ball. Who's their right back? Is Walker been playing right back? Walker's been Walker playing right back. I don't read him. I'll be honest. I don't think yeah, can, he's can, can got on. Uh, they brought him, but he hasn't really played much. But Dan Zinchenko is no left back. He's a, he's a, no. he's a left winger anyway. That's yeah, what I mean. Yeah. Uh, the likes of Richarlison should easily. Be, they should highlight them areas, shouldn't he? Well, that's where that's where again. Probably another player if he, if he plays on Tuesday, so they because he's got ridiculous pace, Sadibi. That's yeah. that's what he's got and. 
I think if you can just utilize that and because you look at what Menzies does for City when he's yeah. he's fit and he's not the greatest footballer technically, but his energy and his what, pace. What you've got to be careful when you play City is they play the switch into the corners exceptionally well, and then you just lash it across the box, and you've got good finishes in there. So it's your right back position yeah. where I'd be I'd be seriously worried. And you're talking about Sadebi who can go forward and that, but mm. <laughs> needs to do chopping behind against yeah, City. Yeah, you're right. Big time. They you're do right. stretch it out there at the front with Sterling pulling oh, out. Sane used to do it on the left. Yeah, but, 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 let's look at, but let's yeah. look at the let's look at the Norwich the Norwich game as as I suppose a blueprint of how we can get about City. It's not it's not it's not going to be done by just kind of waiting and waiting and waiting. Now, they, they did sit back and they kind of, they were very solid, but when they went forward, they went forward Quick. in numbers. Yeah, yeah. they've done it against us at home, not, yeah. Norwich, you know, and it, 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 I think it is the way to unsettle the likes of, you know, a Liverpool or a City is, is to do the unexpected sort of thing because I think too many, particularly against City, too many teams are just so passive against them, just turn up and just literally mass ranks, put bo- bodies behind the ball and do nothing. But I think if you can catch them unawares and, sp- and bear something forward, you know, last season... Leicester looked like they were going to be able to do it to them because they had a quick, you know, ability to turn the ball over and get it out to, to, to half decent players up front mm-hmm. or out on the flanks in Vardy and, and stuff like that. So, I, I think it is that that is the way that you you sort of get a little bit out of the game. You, you can't go, you can't go toe to toe. Everton yeah, needs to yeah. want to step up in that position. Like you've got to get the best out of this Keane. You've got to work out a way to get the best out of him because it's not going to be anyone else, is it? And, and that's mm. why I think it's an idea. We, we, I we've think you play Calvert-Lewin in City. Yeah, mm. I, I think it, I'm, that's why I'm really open that it, that it, we're talking about getting the best out of Keane. We've got to look at different ways to play our forward line to get the best out of Keane, and yeah. I think that might have to be two up front. Now, if that two up front, and I'm considering that he's not a person who holds the ball up very well, it'll probably have to be a Calvert Lewin or you know a, a Cheng Tosin if that's if that's what it has to be. Um, so I think Tuesday's an ideal chance to kind of to see a different to, system, to see yeah. something out. Hopefully, get the, still get the result because as you say, the players that we're talking about here aren't. You know, they're not championship players. These are internationals. The the players who are who are looking to mm-hmm. to break into our team and, and should, but they'll feel they should be playing. So, I think Tuesday, like it, it always is when you're previewing two two previewing two fixtures. Tuesday will dictate a lot of what goes into Saturday's game. And if we lose on Tuesday, and Marco Silva's still in the job, Saturday is going to be a almost toxic, toxic septic yeah. atmosphere at Goodison. <laughs> if if we win. Them sirens will be drowned out yeah, by Cruz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if we win and win well, if we win and win well, then it, it's it's kind of okay. Well, let's let's try and carry that into the city game. If we lose and Silva's gone, then it's almost kind of there'll always be a bit of a backs against the wall. Sort no, of. no, yeah, I, th- I think it'll, I think it'll be a different t- type of atmosphere. It'll be David Unsworth will be like that again. <laughs> what, a, what, about, what about if you if you play well against Chef Wes but get beat? And you do go four four two. Do you no, stick with no, it? No, 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 no. We get beat. It doesn't matter. But I'd rather just play badly but, but and this, this nick a win. But it's on a bit of an hard win. If you go four four two and the system actually works well, and for whatever reason, you know, it doesn't work out well, we can just go out. What's working well and getting beat? Because it might be that Calvert Lewin and Keane play five, and score. Well, they might score goals, but you get beat or whatever. But score or, goals, you know, it might be. To win, haven't you, against? It's one of them. I, I, what I'm saying is, you know, if you if you change the system and it's a good performance. It isn't necessarily. I know what you're saying at this point now for use its result, but it has to be more than results, doesn't it? It's got to be a bit it, like it does. It does in the league, I think, but in a cup competition, when again the clear objective this year, and and I'm not speaking out of turn here because every Everton will agree with me, was to to either win a trophy or to you know to get in a final and 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 be a, a, in that kind of arena again because but 
to to break into the top six, I don't think it was realistic because we haven't brought in a, a recognised goal scorer. Mm. Therefore, you've still got a chance though of because we've got goal scorers around the team and, and we've mm. got you know a decent enough eleven. You've still got a chance to go and win a trophy there or to, to at I least get to a final. I think top six is realistic based on the fact that everyone's beating each other. That's all, I think between I, st- I still look at us though and 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 the clubs around us and you've got Jimenez for Wolves. You know Jimenez is sti- uh, sorry Wolves stinking the gaff out. Once they've got Europa League, either kind of they've got their edge around it or they've got rid of it they'll come back eventually you've got Jimenez Jimenez for Wolves you've got the Haller now for West Ham, West Ham who's settled in well now yep. you've got um, Vardy for Leicester every, every team up there has got a goal scorer mm. and that goal scorer is going to get them the extra 10 points I think they need to kind of to be the difference so, so do you see Wolves West Ham and Leicester finishing above us because a goal scorer a striker at the moment I do unfortunately Mm. At the moment, I don't. I, it hurts me to say because I, I think Leicester's team, uh, sorry, Wolves, um, West Ham's team, sorry, in in general is pretty bang average. But they, they've got a bit of a formula at the moment. They've got a bit mm. of momentum, and and Pellegrini's got them fairly well organised. You know, they've, yeah. they've had a few clean sheets this year, which is what they struggled with last year. And like I say, they've, they've got a striker who. Who looks they've like got he's got a goals midfield. They've got a decent Anderson. sense of midfield. I yeah, Philippe know. Anderson's a good player. You know, they've got Yarmolenko starting to play well. Declan Rice is solid. Noble. Noble, yeah. one of the masters there. You know, again, experienced experienced Premier League players. Exactly. And, and and then all the ingredients you talk about with them then are the things we're lacking. So, look, it, it, it's, it's still very early. And, and again, there's a lot of permutations here. Are we talking a, a team with silver, a team without silver? Are you talking a, a team that's going to get a, a striker in January? I don't know, but at this moment in time, I still think I, I think the cup competition is our best chance it, of some success this year. If it happens and and he does lose his job, where do we go? Where do we look? I don't know. I, 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 I said that before. I mean, it's going to be the same names spouted about as you you know as, as always, isn't it? Like your Eddie Howes and everything. And do we break the bank and go for a, a Mourinho? Well, you'd like to think so, but then again, it it it, it sends two messages, doesn't it? One, it's a, it's a it's a from a reputational perspective, it, it's a kind of you sending out a message that the series mm. about this, but then he wants to spend serious money. Yeah, he, he wants to spend serious money, and, and well, also you question you question if we're going to get a Mourinho in, he's going to have that conversation before, Anthony. Have I got money to spend? And, yeah, it isn't just money to spend. Any job he's took though, he's generally gone. Somewhere where there's a foundation, you know, that uh, of an all right side there. He leaves clubs in tatters. The other side, that's the point. You know, last season it was all about we've got to get this right and sort of get the appointment right and the project's got to be right and we're all pulling the same direction. We want to play a certain type of football, sign young players. You won't get Mourinho, mate, rip that up because that is not how we. And also, he, he I'm, I'm going to absolutely categorically say we won't get Mourinho. Not that whether I, whether I want him or don't want him is, is irrelevant. But he wouldn't have a director of football. Mourinho wouldn't work no, under a director of football and, and be told who he's going to get. You know, <laughs> you know. He, 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 I think Brands. I don't think Brands is. No, is, Bra- Brands is, is saying I'm not signing anyone over 25. As if Mourinho's going to have that. Well, that's all he signs. Yeah, he doesn't sign. He doesn't play kids and stuff. It's not his mold. He sulks big time if he doesn't get what he wants. So yeah, it's I, not going to work. I don't see that happening. But I, I think that's a separate podcast. Never mind if it ever comes to that. So I don't really want to. Go, go, go there, yes, be, particularly yeah. when we've got two games coming up. Anyway, um, before we move on to Liverpool, prediction, Everton City, I know it's difficult because you don't know what's going to happen on Tuesday, but let's let's say for argument's sake that you know the game goes as expected on Tuesday and it's a... You're asking me to change me. I was going to swear then, to be honest. <laughs> the, city game. the City game? Yeah, City. 
Do I go for my usual? <sighs> what three ones are Sizzy? Three, uh, one eleven. It's the only way I can see, it, see us doing it. You can't predict on it on our podcast for us to get beat. I'm, I'm not gonna predict. I'm gonna I'm gonna go for one one. I go for one one. I think I think I can't see us keeping them out. Um, I'm hoping for a battle and performance, and I think if we can get a goal. You know, yeah. I think it, I think that's the first time I'm open. You're right with your predictions. Yeah, like definitely. I, I'll take them either of them results. Me, you know, give you a little bit of cheer. Would you be made up one one? Yeah. 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 It wouldn't. It wouldn't be made up one yeah. one against you. I mean, yeah. I think you'd probably take that if, provided the the you carry on winning. If you get draws against City, it'll probably be enough, won't it? Mm. Yeah. Sounds well. Moving on to our game. Obviously, we've got MK Dons in the cup on the Wednesday. Yeah. Um, obviously, haven't played the Tuesday. What are your thoughts on that game, Phil? Well. I don't know much about MK Dons, but what what I do know is that I want to see. I'd gladly see eleven changes from today. Really? I don't see why not. I think. You, I mean, if you look at if you start talking about who them changes might be, you come out of it and you've still named a pretty strong team. You could change the that. You know, you could change the keeper. You could put Lovren in. You could put Gomez in at centre half. You could you could play Naby Keita, um, Oxley Chamberlain, Lallana, Lallana, you know, Milner, he, Milner. We need to get some game time into um, Shakiri yeah. soon, as you said. There, Brewster. So I want Brewster. I want to see all them, and surely that will still be enough to beat MK. Don't what division yeah. are they in? They League One or two? Yeah, League, League one. one. I mean, it, 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 it's one of them. I've I've said earlier on this podcast where I want us to take every trophy serious this season, and I take your point there. We could make a lot of changes in this game, and arguably we should still expect to be able to go and win that game. You know, against MK. Don't you've named a load of players there who are. Either full internationals or not, we're knocking on the door like Gomez. You know, we were yeah. arguing at the start of the season should he be starting yeah. for us? Yeah. So there's yeah. no shame in him. In those him. changes don't say not taking it seriously. Do they? No, they, they, they just say that we we need to use our squad. We need to, you know, some of them players feel like you say they they feel like they should be in the team and yeah. And you just as a leggy game against you know both Napoli and Chelsea, you need to make changes, don't you? I, I, I think other so. than the, uh, uh, the subkeeper and Brewster, they're all internationals who you can call upon. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, the le- uh, left back would have to play Larucci, which you I think might, he's only well, a young kid. Could play Milner. Well, yeah. Could play Milner there, yeah. Um, although you know, he wouldn't be too happy with that. I don't think would he? Uh, he's not going to play Kelleher though, is he? I, I wouldn't have thought so. I think you'd you'd leave Adrian in, wouldn't you? I think um, <coughs> we need we need Adrian fit. True. Um, so I I wouldn't mind seeing Kelleher, but I mean the problem is. Oh, none of these players have played any minutes, so although they're all internationals and good players and all that, like, you just throw a makeshift team like that together. They haven't played together, they've got no minutes between them. You can definitely see upsets, and that's how they come about. Yeah, so but you say that, but I mean, Oxley Chamberlain's had minutes this yeah. season. Lalana's game came on in, in games this yeah. season, not not, 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 not many, many minutes. And, but, you know, pre season, he didn't look like he was struggling no, for, 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 for fitness, did he? I think, like, just Shakiri be coming in cold. Keita, I think. I don't know whether we'd start him. I think we might bring him on um, yeah. because you'll, you'll he's only just got back into <laughs> fitness. <laughs> um, but then, you know, the likes of Gomez, there's a couple of players in there that do need, you know, they would be cold. Like, they, as you say, they haven't played at Lovren. all. The one that I, uh, that's assuming Lovren's fit because I haven't even heard whether he, he's fit. No. He might be sick again. He's always sick. He'd need more than three subs in that game, wouldn't you? Lallana, Lovren, <laughs> Keita. Yeah, all the sick notes. <laughs> But no, I do. You know, I, I do still think it'd be us taking it seriously. You know, yeah. even if we do make a number of changes, I think there's one or two that I might leave in. I think Wijnaldum, I know he looked a bit leggy there today, but he got rested against Napoli, and maybe mm. he needs the game. You know, maybe. maybe he needs to sort of play to get a little bit of sharpness or, yeah. or something. I, I don't know what it is. Or 
The international break seems to talk about the arm because he's possibly a, he's, yeah. a, um, he's a key figure for Holland, isn't he? So he plays more attacking as well, yeah. doesn't he? So it maybe is a little bit more sort of expected of him, like you know, running and stuff at, at Liverpool. He plays a, a little bit more as like that sort of control in midfield, where obviously there's a lot of energy expected of him, but maybe it's just a different type of running uh, that's being done if you're if you're an attacking yeah. player for, for Pre- previous but squads. We've had the League Cup, you know, allowed a lot of youngsters to get a go, but we haven't really got many in the squad this year, have we? we we've, well, you we've say let that. Let them go on loan. Lucci's there, you know what I mean? There's, yeah. there's one or two kicking about, isn't yeah, there? Yeah, there's Bruce there, but... Um, um, the goalkeeper, if we do change the yeah. goalkeeper. Um, so, yeah, I know what you're saying, but, you know, you look at the bench today and it looked really strong, you know, because yeah. it is all senior pros. Yeah. Yelolana, Shaqiri... That's what I'm all saying. It's going to be a team like that rather than, like, like who's this kid? We haven't yeah, seen him before. In a way, it's good, isn't it? Yeah, because, you know, we talk about City that, yeah. sort of playing their... their like, players who want to be in their first team who are, who can't get in yeah. but they would walk into most other sides yeah. in the Prem it's nice to have I'm not necessarily saying our second thing we're walking to any side in the Prem but it's nice to have yeah. proper I'm not saying we haven't got any youth coming up because we do have they're just all out playing football do you, yeah, do you yeah. think that you could see that uh, the lads you signed from Fulham the young kids oh, yeah ha- Harvey Elliott yeah, yeah, I think yeah. he, I think we probably will see him actually he got you know, quite, quite a bit of game time in pre-season he's he not doing himself any as well, problem explicitly like yeah. you're gonna play you're something. Gonna play it was like it, almost then. how we managed to sign him. Well, I know he was a big red and all yeah. that, but it seemed to be part because Madrid are in and like, everyone was in. Yeah, really, well, so you know, big red from South London. <laughs> he hasn't done himself any harm, has he? Yeah. At all. So you know, when he, when he has when he has been in the rounds on pre-season and stuff, and, and even when he's been playing for the under 23s, I think is where he's been playing his football so far. He's looked good. You know, yeah. all, a lot of good reports. So I think he might he might feature and might see him. I really want to see Brewster. Yeah. I think like he, you know, he's excited about him. Aren't I, you? I am excited about him, and I think you know the way Klopp sort of said like I, once he got back from his injury, you're going nowhere. I want you part of this squad and stuff, and promoted him, and he, he's really backed him. And then I think in, in it, like unfortunately for him, Arigi sort of like at the tail end of last season, sort of like yeah, put himself back yeah, in as, as in the like the sort of tail choice of the backup and, 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 and I think also yeah, at yeah. the tail end of pre-season, Brewster went off the boil, he started good and then went off the boil and it seems like he, when we, at the start of the season, he didn't want, for some reason he went backwards a bit as the, as the opposition improved yeah, the opposition pre-season. improved, but I think, you know, it, uh, there's a lot of expected of the, of, of the kid and, uh, you know, I think he, he is a real, a, a real yeah, talent and it'd be yeah. good to see him Absolutely, yeah. play against, the, you know, someone like an MK Dons and see what he's got. Has you he know, played against Liverpool, yeah? Um, he's came on in games, it? yeah. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I can't think of a game that he started off the top Who? of my head. Brewster. Brewster. No, um, besides pre-season and stuff, no, but, no. Um, but he came on in games and, and stuff. So you know, with he, I would like to see him, and, you know, and and Harvey Elliott as well. Yeah, definitely. So, what are we thinking then? Well, I mean, I think we should have enough to beat MK Dons, regardless of what side goes out. Um, so and, you know, I, I'm I'm expecting nothing but a Liverpool win against them, to be honest. Like, yeah, it's hard to predict a score, and we've got no idea who's going to start. But I'll say three 0 Yeah, um, just a comfortable win. Yeah. Three 0 I'll go. I'll go with that with you. Did you predict a, a scoreline against your yeah, Chef Wed? Yeah, he, he went with three one. Oh, you went three one. Three one. I said uh, two one. Two, two, two one or two 0 I think. Yeah. Two, yeah. One, two one. But obviously, you know, following on tough sides, he's playing a tough on side. On the heels of that, that, yeah, you know what I mean. Obviously, beat beat you the know, like away from home. Energetic side. Uh, yeah. One of them sides that can score goals without having an attempt, you know, like <laughs> really top draw sides. Yeah, it's the, the early back. game, early game on Saturday, isn't it? Yeah, is it is. It? Yeah, it's the so early you just could go. Yeah, we we it's a chance to put pressure on City. Yeah, how um, many points are you ahead of them now? Five. So it could be eight, eight and then they play us. Yeah. So that's a five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you know it it is a good opportunity, and you know Sheffield United. 
it, I, I don't know what to expect from them, but from what what I gather from what I've seen at the highlights when you played them, you know they're a very sort of usual have no trouble. Ten men behind the ball side, so yeah, they you don't seem to have pace, trouble. do they? No, it doesn't look like they have got a lot of pace, and it looks no. like they're a, they're very much a team like an industrious team as opposed to a creative side. Um, is are they a team that sort of relies on set pieces? Usually yeah. have no yeah. trouble. Is that their, their sort <laughs> yeah, of the, the, the I mean. Yeah, that 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 was where they they, they certainly looked threatening, but any team from set pieces looked threatening against us. <laughs> um, no, it, uh, you know what? Despite the fact that they, they beat us, I haven't got that much positive to say. But there was no player that stuck out. We went, oh yeah, you can. Go. You know, when you played Norwich, you went, oh Campbell yeah, look good, and Puke yeah. sharp and whatever. Mm-hmm. But I, d- I mean, Ollie Ollie McBurney holds the ball up well. They're obviously really strong at the back. I think is it Egan one of their centre backs is particularly again proper. Old school centre back, but mm. like Craig said, I think I think he's allowed far too much for them. And I, I mean, they do pack the midfield. That would be interesting to see how that dynamic works. Um, it'll be interesting to see how deep they play in shoes because I don't think that'll particularly work for them. Um, I can't see any strategy that that's gonna gonna cause you problems because, like you say, Phil, you can be vulnerable if they've maybe got a couple of quick lads. You you could spring spring a break, but. They're yeah, not. They're not really. Okay. Uh, one thing, you know, the front, as we said before, th- the front three have been off the boil. So that this is a game where we want to see them definitely get back to it. Yeah, to you want to see them click and, you know, get, yeah, as you say, get back to it. Like uh, against Newcastle, we saw it. You know, the, yeah. the sort of interchanges and the way they were using the ball yeah. and Firmino was just pulling all yeah. kinds of things. It's only been two games. You sort of want to see that again, don't yeah. you? Because as you say, Napoli in today, they looked a bit flat. And I think it, you know, it's one of them where maybe we're talking about Fabinho need, needing a blow. You'll probably get a blow against them Dons. If they're quite a sort of passive side, Sheffield United, it might be one way you can think. Right, well, maybe we do put a Wijnaldum at the base of the midfield, and and you know, yeah, I mean, hundred percent. You just don't need to be playing with Fabinho and Wijnaldum no. or something like that. No, and that's no. that's what I mean. It's like maybe you put Wijnaldum there, and it might be a game where you see maybe Keita. I was going to say Keita, 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 Keita come in. to pair no, M- M- Dons will will show who, who's the man to come in. Won't yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Basically, if Keita thinks Lallana, Lallana's great. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, when you know, it was it was Lallana last season when we played Burnley at home. I think it was, and and he came in unexpectedly at the top of that midfield, and and everyone was like, "What's he doing coming in here?" And, and to be honest, he had he was he put yeah. a man of the match performance in because. He added that sort of like graft, you know, that Bernie will, you know, you expect Bernie to put a, a proper shift in and he matched them for that energy and it, and it worked. And I imagine we're probably going to see similar, but maybe a bit of lesser quality out of Sheffield United versus Bernie because you know, Bernie and established side now. But, but you'd also want play, you want midfielders who are comfortable going and dribbling, taking players on because yeah. you need to break that You've line break the in line, other yeah, ways. Yeah. That's yeah. Navigator. Yeah. No one can dribble better than him. But, but Lallana's not bad either, is he? That, you know, he, he can him. receive in tight areas and he. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and Oxley Chamberlain's another one that we've said yeah. he's got that drive, hasn't he? Yeah, can it, he can hit shots from outside the box and stuff, and that's what he likes I to do. I would just say who plays the best against Yeah, I think, I think it's a good shout. Give them, give them a game. Yeah, it's a good shout because I think that will decide, you know, maybe what midfield he goes with. Um, and I think it might be a game, maybe, as I say, we do see Fabinho get his blow. Um, yeah. And if that is the case, then maybe you do leave Wijnaldum out against them Kazons because you know you're going to probably put him in, you know, in, yeah. in, in place of. Um, uh, he didn't mention Henderson before, but he's another player I think started well and tired. Like I think he needs. Yeah, he, he put a lot in there against Chelsea. Yeah, you know, and and I, I thought he had a good game. Like yeah. I, you know, he was he, he was all over the place, and 
I don't know what it feels like a bit of a fixture that he, he, he enjoys now. I think he likes a bit yeah, of the needle. Does, yeah. You know, when he had a little bit with Jorginho, he's with had it, it with yeah. Diego Costa in, in previous seasons and stuff like that. I think he likes it. You know, he, yeah. he just likes to have a go with anyone. He thinks he's an arc. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, do, do you know it like the, it feels like I think he's he's sort of tall. Like though. they they I think they're a team that maybe I don't know whether it's their fans who give him more stick than he's others. He grew or up whatever. in an era where we were had quite a big rivalry with yeah, Chelsea guess, and yeah. the Mourinho days, and he probably feels that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, we enjoyed it. And I thought he had a good game. He did tire, and uh, and I think you do see that with him now more. You know, like I don't know whether it's an age thing or what, but I feel like he puts a lot of work he's into like his game. Where for me, he redlines himself. Yeah, maybe it is that. <coughs> it is that, and I guess. You know, he's been playing a couple of seasons at number six where he didn't have to bust a gut in that way because you've got to be a lot more disciplined in your positioning. But and now still that some miles in, in that position, yeah, he like, did. But, but now that he's playing a bit more, yeah, a bit freer, I suppose. You know, with on the defensive side, but he, so he does a lot of the work, yeah. doesn't he? And I think you have to sprint more, and that's what makes mm. you really, really tired. Like in midfield, in in holding midfield, you can jog around, or you could still cover like 11, 12 kilometers in a game. Yeah, yeah. you can jog it a little bit, but. In more advanced positions, you're in races with people, and that's what really makes you blow. But yeah, yeah. So I think it's possibly his position and Fabinho. Maybe that maybe get a yeah, blow. Maybe Wijnaldum with. I wouldn't mind seeing like um, a Cater well, and a Lallana or an Ox. If you had Wijnaldum, Milner, and Cater, you wouldn't be you wouldn't Milner, or yeah, whatever. About that, because you know I said it last season. That was arguably the best midfield yeah. I saw last season. Was yeah. was Wijnaldum, Milner, and Cater when we went away to Spurs yeah. and beat them at Wembley. Yeah. And I thought we were looked brilliant in that midfield. You know, so I wouldn't be against seeing that. Yeah. Uh, um, against Sheffield United, so it, it is hard. One, it's hard one when you've got a cup game in the midweek, as you say, because that'll that'll dictate maybe one who gets rotated and who comes in. Um, but if I'm going to go predictions, I'm going to go Liverpool, and I'm going to say four nil. <laughs> um, oh, I, I'm, not, I'm just because of the confidence. It's just it could happen. <laughs> you know, what I mean? that's why I laughed. <laughs> I'll say 2-0 because I think they're going to be really defensive and I think we're uh, not quite clicking at the minute. Hopefully that'll come good midweek and we'll take that in. But as it stands today, I'll say 2-0. Set pieces. Virgil van Dijk. Goal. He's going to score against Sheffield United. Beat them at their own game. We'll see. Wow. Um, so yeah, <coughs> fancy footy league. So one thing we can be optimistic about this week, Greg, is we've, we're second spot in our own fancy football league in terms of the ATP team. We were helped this week by... Kevin's a Bruyne and look, uh, out, look out silver we're coming yeah <laughs> that's it I think we're four points behind so that just to give a bit of credit to the actual leader it is he says um, Neil Neil Price Pricey's Blues um, so he got he picked up 70 points this week and he's on 294 we're second with 292 um, other movers Wayne, Wayne, um, Mark Williams has a bit of a stinker this week he, I think he was top he only got twenty five points. He's on two eight three. Obviously now. had three Everton players. <laughs> yeah, possibly. Yeah, um, the boy with the top of the league. Eh? Yeah, fourth place. Alan Rodgers, who, who was top a few weeks ago, he's on forty two, and then we've got Jamie Roach, Papa Papa's preachers, like that name. Oh, yeah. <laughs> two seven seven. I'm not going to read all the names out because I'll start getting there'll be some moody ones in there <laughs> to catch me out. I don't like um, the ones that have got six stars. Oh. I don't like <laughs> ones. Yeah, that was the next one. That's why I'm not reading it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, no. Th- thanks for everyone who, who's got involved. And it, it, again, it's a good little bit of interest, and it certainly brightens up my weekend to know that we've yeah, been successful. It's the only to, some, that brightens to some up the weekend for to us, to some degree. Um, on the predictions league as well, so we've got our, obviously our own prediction league where we we put it on social media on Instagram every week. Um, our predictions, and then we we've obviously got a bit of a league table. We've got some other local 
um, sports people slash celebrities involved. Um, Stephen Swift, Swifty, is, is top of the league at the moment on 13 points. He's predicted um, three correct scorelines so far, seven, um, seven correct results. Uh, he's on 13 points. Uh, Gary's in second place on 11. Tony Warner in third. So, n- unsurprisingly, it's the Reds leading because they've been predicting a lot, of, a lot of Liverpool wins and Everton That's defeats. Right. I'm getting me points from Liverpool mm-hmm. wins. Well, you I say that, but Phil's second bottom. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's Score lines. Only Phil. <laughs> Score lines an absolute guess, isn't it? That's where it's not resolved. Today with the game. Yeah, you haven't got, yeah, you haven't got any yet. Neither have I, I can't say anything. Uh, so, me, myself, Phil and Michael Ball are all neck and neck on five um, five points, although it's somehow Ballie's uh, correct, correctly, uh, got a correct scoreline. So he's only actually correctly identified three results, but he got one correct scoreline, which bumped him up it's to five. But yeah, that, that makes a big difference. So have it's we like c- if we can include the Chelsea game today, or yeah, yeah, it's all yeah. included. It's yeah. all included in there. So well done, Swifty. At the moment, he's he's top of the league on thirteen points. So again, keep um, keep looking on our social media on on Instagram. We 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 occasionally put like a little double on there for you as well because Swifty's has it has been very close on a few occasions of. Of getting the double, and I know speaking to him, he always backs it himself. So I want to try and be there when yeah. he when he wins and, mm-hmm. uh, and share in the glory. Yeah. Um, and I'm, it'll probably be at the expense of Everton when he does win <laughs> as well. <laughs> but yeah, a few extra features, obviously, that we that we've done this season. So um, keep posted on that. Anyone who's on Instagram as well, I did do a very short Instagram live video earlier, just just trying it out. Really, um, it's something we've we've toyed with of potentially doing a whole show on there. So if you are on Instagram, um, what we'll probably do if we are going to do a whole show on Instagram Live, we will give you a bit of notice so you can maybe tune in. Um, we'll also get the gym and lose a bit of weight. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll have to have a we'll I'll I'll haircut. Have to breathe in before. <laughs> <laughs> he wore black for the occasion. <laughs> so yeah, it, it, what, what we're hoping to do if we're going to do that, it gives you a chance obviously to ask questions live in the show based on the stuff we're speaking about. Um, so it'll be a case of maybe one of us stepping out of the episode for a period of time and doing little shifts on the on the camera and manning the actual Instagram so we can you know we can ask you questions on air um, it's something that you know I think it we don't really have the opportunity to respond live to questions but um, that'll be interesting um, another note as well we've had loads of loads of emails and, and messages about the, the Osman episodes unfortunately a, a little bit of bad news when we've gone through the audio it, it wasn't it wasn't great we recorded it straight after a, a, an evening that, that Leon had done um, down at the Sylvestrian um, and we had a few technical issues, which we didn't think would be an issue once we got down to edit, but it, it just wouldn't have really um, met up to the standards of some of our other episodes. So we've decided not to release that short one. But the good news is um, I'm going to do a short article basically summarising all the best bits that we got from that 20 minutes. Um, and also, which is more significant, Leon um, has, has said that he's going to come in and do a full episode with us, which, which we'll announce in, in the future in terms of dates and everything. So... That's obviously something to look forward to, but apologies to those who, who've kept asking. And, and again, I'm I'm, I'm, dis- I'm as disappointed as anyone because it was a good little 15 minutes we had with them. But again, um, every cloud, definitely, yeah, uh, every cloud. There's not there's not many silver linings this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> that was just another one to just pile on top of the the misery for me. Yeah, but I mean, you know, it, as you say, it's it, it it's going to be much better that you get a full episode with them, isn't it, rather than a 20 minute chat. Do you just yeah. summarise what what he can from from the chat that they had um, at the night? We are working on more extras, you know, for the rest of this season. We had some great ones last season, and we're hoping to bring some some good ones to to the listeners this season as well. Um, both blue and red. John so Aldridge is going to do a little. John Aldridge is going to do one um, with us, you know. Obviously, um, like probably be a bit more of a short one, like what we've done after the Salto one um, when we when we done our night there. Um, so 
that'll be going up, you know, not long after the event itself. As as we said before, do check out and, you know, go and get your tickets. Um, the event's on the 4th of October, so not long to wait for that one. Um, and we are always working on new extras and, you know, and, and, and trying to get different people in. There's a couple of, of good leads that we've got where, you know, we'll be able to bring some good good extras out, I think, in the next couple of months. So do stay tuned on the social media. It's Across the Park PC on Twitter and Instagram, Across the Park on Facebook. Um, and we always release it on there and let people know uh, what extras are due to come out. Um, and we'll always obviously mention them on the pod episodes as well. So do stay tuned and, and stick with us because we are working on it and, and there will be some more coming down in the pipeline soon. So... I think all that's left to say is, you know, hopefully you've enjoyed the show. Um, looking forward to the football next week now, and and, and hopefully, you know, we can all go That'd and pick up some points. I'm, lo- I'm <laughs> looking forward to not talking about the Sheffield United game again. Glad I'm not on Radio City this week. Unlucky Craig. Me. Yeah. 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 I got Mills here because uh, he didn't come today. Because he was scared. To actually, come you know, it's a good point. Actually, I think that'd be that'd yeah. be Duffy. suitable punishment. That get yeah. him on, get yeah. on City after we've been knocked out by Sheffield Wednesday oh. as well. Oh. Listen, how <laughs> confident the players are. City that. Oh, no. But yeah, hopefully you enjoyed the show and uh, enjoy the football and and we'll speak to you next week.